What's poppin'? It's the Friday show. Friday Drew and Mike show with me, Trudy. Jim Bailey's here today and Brandon. And oh man, there's a got the release of the affidavit out of Idaho. Wow, some really wild stuff to get into here. Oh, True such Crime a Friday. Genius at killing people and he leaves crap behind. Yeah. Trudy, I think John, John Kelly, the FBI psychotherapist, uh-huh. I think he's pissed at him. <laughs> he was pointing out, he said, people call him a genius. Sounds like a moron to me. And then he pointed out all his mistakes. I think he wants to open a murder consultancy. He may have murdered people. No telling. Definitely, uh, Jealous. Really not happy with Co-Booger at all. <laughs> and I'm not either. He thinks he's, he really does think he's smart. He thinks he's so smart. Well, we'll tell you all about his stupid mistakes. Idiot. So guilty. But first, the uh, show's presented by Hall Financial and those credit card bills from the holidays coming in now. Oh, you don't want to pay minimums because those credit card interest rates are insane. Highest since 1996. Hall Financial is here to help you take care of that with a cash-out refi from Hall Financial. If you own a home, you've got a shot at this. You can get cash fast if you need liquidity because you don't want to be letting those credit cards go for months and months and months. Get the money you need now with a cash-out refi from Hall Financial. Call Hall Financial, 866-CALL-HALL, or chat online with them at callhallfirst.com. Hey, we get a couple of tips from the Hall Financial? Yeah, this is been some strong i feel like after the holidays people kind of going okay i gotta pay attention to this now thanks for the tip <laughs> yeah everything counts now <laughs> right kind of going oh shit i racked up the credit card bills do we have anything Christmas. on the uh the hall financial hotline by the way oh anything going on there? no i don't know we can always call back our best friend john baba who we've reconnected with that might be for another day talking to him after the bills game he's our bills correspondent now <laughs> I wonder if that'll make Carl more inclined to listen to that I show. I floated some podcast ideas to Carl because he uh, he said that he heard that John Bobbitt is interested in doing a podcast, and I said he should do a Bills podcast, and uh, you can put it on the WATP network and call it WATB. Who are these Bills? But uh, well, Carl could have a lot of fun. WITP. Where is this penis? That's that's what that's what Carl responded with. Really? WIMP. Wimp. Where is my penis? Both I, of you are so common. <laughs> no. I followed it up with WAMF. Where are my feet? And, then, uh, oh. and that 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 clicked in Carl's mind because Carl is famously club footed. So he says that uh, yes, yes, famously, yeah. famously, right. Yeah. So I said, he hears hey, about it a lot. It could be called Club Foot No Foot, a show with Carl and John. <laughs> oh, that's in, that is ingenious. Yeah. Nice feet, Carl. Be, he's just workshopping. The, he's a W A up front though. Somehow, where are my feet? Where am I? <laughs> Where's my dick? Hmm. Well, Trudy's all dressed up today. Oh yeah. I think she's taking her uh, role as the Bobbit. a researcher. <laughs> that's not for John Bobbit. An analyst and host, very oh. seriously. Because I'm dressed up. Yeah, you're I taking your research to... role now. You're... <laughs> Let me get my glasses out so I really look the part. I like women in reading glasses. I think that's a, I... that's a pretty look. Your looks I... have become a problem. <laughs> I think um, he might have something, though, about the Camp Lejeune stuff. Mm. You know, that he, if you drink very... a lot of that water, he I, may I have been suspicious. brain damaged. I, I don't know. Do you really think, John? I guess it's possible. I, I mean... I just, when he talks about... Honey, Marina, I love you. I think you're a terrific girl, but you have clothes like a fucking dickhead. <laughs> I mean, like she just cut his dick off for no reason. I'm not sure if I 
Where's my dick? Find it. Oh, yeah, I like those glasses. No, I look like a researcher. <laughs> what about the more traditional reading glasses, though, on the end of your nose? Oh, no, I don't have any of those. Have those? I'd go blind before putting one of those on. Really? Wow, I didn't yeah. know you were so vain. Vanity. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, well, of course, the most important thing, the only important thing in the world, you can't do anything else until you uh, mention Damar Hamlin, and he <laughs> has awakened... And his first question, which tells oh, you they should have finished the game. He asked, who won the game? This tweet. I could not believe the tweet that Adam Schefter put out today. Doctors said after DeMar Hamlin awakened, he asked, who won the game? And the doctors said, you did. You won the game of life. God, cliche. No, it's fake. It has to be that fake. Has Does to he be. practice that like the, uh, the Maris or the, the Maguire... 60-second home run call for the last three days. Today, today, today. Neil Armstrong. Yeah. Neil Armstrong wrote it. <laughs> or Lou, Lou Gehrig. Today, today, today. You consider yourself the luckiest man in the world, 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 world. Skip Bayless is vindicated then. Yeah, exactly. Do, do you think, though, if it was that okay with DeMar, it's, it's okay for Skip. It's all about DeMar Hamlin. It is. Do you think you'd remember if you got hit and then you died twice? Um, that there was a game going on before all that happened? I guess so. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Really? I mean, he's a football player, right? So can they finish the game now? It's okay with DeMar. <laughs> no, they're not finishing it. They said they're not finishing it. What if they? What if it's okay with with DeMar and Colin Kaepernick to finish the game? Then it's okay, right? <laughs> and Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> well, have we heard from him yet? Good Colin, point. I don't think so. I think that going back to those half times where... Uh, not unless Colin Kaepernick thinks it's okay. What? That was the dumbest thing. People turning down Super Bowl appearances because Colin Kaepernick might not want me to play. Well, they're playing the game. I mean, the game is where all the money is made. The halftime is just part of the game. Why was he only turning down people for halftime, but he, the people were allowed to play the game? Why is that? Can anyone explain that to me? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think there is. Colin Kaepernick was a football player. He wasn't a singer. <laughs> You'd have to call Colin Kaepernick. If there's no game, there's no halftime. Right. So by having the game, what people are going to not watch the game because there's no halftime, so Colin would be happy. I don't. I didn't understand the connection there at all. Um, Seems like it makes less sense now. Interpreter, please. Thank you. I have no idea. Well, I know a lot of people are wondering. Uh, been asked at, at least twice. And and yes, because the Bills Bengals game is it's basically they're done. They're not going to replay it, and that led. Jim and I, uh, in our respective football leagues, to third-place finishes. I know that's what everybody was thinking about. Do they take the final activity of the first quarter as being the end? Yeah. Correct. The end yeah. of the game? That's I was the game. going to lose because I was only up by four points, and he had Josh Allen, and he had Jamar Chase, yet those guys didn't get to play, so I am the third-place victor. And nobody cares. <laughs> a, few, a couple people do. Well, I don't want to You want to talk about the pole barn while you're at it? <laughs> what, what happened with the bets? You know? That's a great question. You know, when people were mad, how could the NFL not cancel this immediately? By the way, I heard, I, I don't even want to reveal this, but I had Carson Anderson on, oh. and they were talking about, why did it take so long? And uh, someone speculated that, and maybe it was a caller, I don't know, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> someone speculated that if they called the game at 9.30 or 9.15, that the ambulance could have gotten caught in traffic. Oh, this is Barbara. <laughs> oh. Wait, oh, no, shit. didn't he? Wasn't he chopper out of there? He was 
The ambu- was an ambulance. Oh, an ambulance. Was ambulance. Like, but really, I mean, the ambulance could have yeah. got a head Off start. It's off the field at like 25 after. They could have called the game 10 minutes later. But they did have all that stuff to think about, like the gambling part. Yeah. I mean, that's a, there's a lot of money. I wonder what happened with the bets. Wow. I don't know. Nobody knows. It's a good it's question. True. And, and just take the final score. Are, are we really that stupid to think that Roger Goodell wasn't thinking of all the and, the, and those conversations weren't happening? Like, oh I, shit. I know you would think with... he had to think about all that stuff, but. What if Roger Goodell was just like, he was just out partying somewhere and nobody knew where he was? And <laughs> He's just getting <laughs> just wasted. just took him all like, that time to get in what shit, happened? touch with him. Okay, so uh, many different sports books have come out to say that all wagers that had not been settled prior to the suspension of the game will be voided. Oh, man. Then what happens? Any voided wager will be returned to the customer's oh, account. Okay. What if you bet on like the for who would score the first touchdown of the game or some prop? Well, there bet? was a touchdown. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, but that Just one would saying. go through. That wouldn't. That would be before sure? the suspension. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, the game doesn't end up being finished, though. With that, I don't know. Seems I think that's bullshit. Damar Hamlin has made a statement here. They held me down on a gurner. but he's doing good. He's doing great. <laughs> Sounds great. Hey, Awake and responsive. You've heard the um, blowback from some of the other people on the sidelines, like Joy Behar. Oh, true. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> Heterosexual men. Yes. Heterosexual men voted the most support for kids doing football, mm-hmm. and doing conservatives football. were more likely to support youth tackle football. Just saying. Just saying. What are you talking about? By the way, who, when they did this poll, they said, okay, we need to know if you're conservative or liberal. Do you support youth playing football? <laughs> they really polled. Is that really a poll? Can anybody find that poll? Oh, really? I feel like I don't even Sing- believe that happened. I don't think they, so they ask you if you're gay or straight when you answer. Uh, please tell us if you're gay, straight, conservative, or liberal when you answer this poll question. Oh. Because she said that heterosexual men and conservative men were the ones who were the bulk of the support for youths playing I think football. People, I think everybody just makes up their own arguments these days. Might have been She's bad. She's on TV. She's on network TV. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know of any such poll. And by the way, I didn't know that... Fifty-five percent of people polled don't want kids playing football. I didn't even know that. I, I mean, there's not that much danger until college, in my opinion. Right. I mean, there are some high school kids that tackle get hurt. each other. Yeah, tackle but, football. Okay, specifically. Honestly, I would say as many people die in fraternities as do playing football. Probably more fraternity hazing, maybe, because there's at least one death a year for like seventy years in a row. There, there was. I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Fraternities or football? Fraternities. That's okay. a good run. Yeah, and they're almost all hazing. Virtually every one of them yes. is hazing. And every single time the school says, we're cracking down on hazing. I know. I can't figure out, by the way. Okay, so what's the power that keeps fraternities alive? Because wouldn't you think there's been a million times people say, all right, no more fraternities. Because first of all, something horrible has just happened. And second of all, if you've been to college, and all of us have been to some degree, you know fraternities are horrible. Yeah. They're, they're collections of drunks looking to get women drunk, and that's what people do. I mean, I'm not even judging them, to be well, honest. They're going to do that without fraternities. It's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, they're probably going to do it too, true, but it doesn't seem like people haze regular people. <laughs> no, maybe they should, though. I mean, friend groups don't haze each other. <laughs> maybe <they should laughs> A little bit. Yeah. No, we draw penises on faces. Oh, yeah. Well, used to. But we don't make people drink, you know, quarts of vodka. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm being hazed by my friends. Really? Why? What are they doing to you? It's just mean to me. 
He's being mean to her. Trudy's friends are being mean to her. The first week of 2023? They called me an airhead for blanking out on the fact we were supposed to go to Chicago this weekend. An airhead. (laughs) Your friends are all kind of douchebags. I just don't want to think about it, okay? I'm tired of you telling me how many friends you have. You don't have any friends. Tony has friends. I have friends. Don Silver has friends. Francis Lind has friends. Janice Simon has friends. You don't have friends. Is that why you're furiously taking notes today so you won't be called an airhead again? <laughs> Trudy's furiously taking notes. I don't know oh, if this... I was jotting down some... Bobbit research? No. No? I could do several She's research projects at a time. <laughs> um, the other thing was the Kelly Stafford social media post about, I am not okay. She's not okay? Um, just thinking about Matthew and his Aww. safety, and he goes out and he Aww. fights the fight. Wait, every wait, wait. Day. wait. Isn't she doing that? It could have been my husband... I want to say that because she's a likable person. Generally, yeah. Is like that could Matthew. Is she getting some mental health help? I don't know. That uh, I'm not okay thing would, yeah, probably she is, I would I think. I just want everyone to die. I'm not okay. What? You know, I'm going to post that. I, I'm not okay. <laughs> I'm so broken. Not many people have asked if I'm okay. Now, what is, are we all supposed to rally around her now? Well, I mean, she's everyone Did everyone come and go, okay, what can I do to make you okay? It's kind of cute in a way, right? That she is so in love with him. Yeah, sure. Matthew is one of the top donors. They have, when you look at Demar's. Uh, oh, he's a he's a good guy. They're nice yeah. people. I agree, but I yeah. don't know why they donated twelve grand. I think Ursa is the top donor. Twenty plus, oh. plus, along with Craft, uh, Robert Craft, and Chris Jericho, who. Uh, <laughs> He put $5,000 down, but he spelled his name wrong, so he put another $5,000 down so he could spell his name right. <laughs> he spelled it wrong? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty funny. Make sure you got credit. He's still like, funny, you know? These people, uh, social media just makes me crazy. I, just ins- I'm not okay. I'm not okay. It's I'm okay, not okay. So to not it, be okay. Can, can you find her I'm not okay post? I want to yeah. see what people responded. It's bookended with, it's okay to not be okay. <laughs> And it's okay to not be okay. It's okay. I that's right. It's There's okay all this shit okay. in the middle that I don't want to read. <laughs> to all the women who have significant others playing on that field. No, I want to see the responses. I just want to see how much support she's getting. I just want to know how much support. She's got almost 50,000 likes on that. Oh, let's see what people are saying. A lot of oh, hearts. Just hearts, and, hearts, hearts. Yeah, and pray, you, praying hands. Yeah, you read it though, Trudy. It's it's coming I, from. I, I want to know what people responded. I don't want to read it. I oh. want to I want to know what people said back to it. I agree. Um, oh, this, how about, oh, this yeah, is what the spouses go. of law enforcement feels every day. Mm, I knew that was going to okay, happen. Could have been me. That is what they're saying. Right. Uh-huh. Him. I hope the NFL is transparent and honest about this. How could they? Hey, no. do you think your husband's the only man with a dangerous job? <laughs> Don't Good get me point, wrong. Man. It's dangerous, but there's a lot of us men out here working dangerous jobs. <laughs> I agree with this Jobs guy. that risk our physical well-being in addition to risking our financial well-being. And we don't get paid as much. We do jobs <laughs> that we risk our own personal finances for, and we risk our physical and mental health at the same time. I don't want to seem insensitive, but damn, woman, you're getting paid for his risks. Millions of us men are out here risking our lives for pitiful incomes. 
Well, why are you doing The wives that? of NFL quarterbacks, I don't know it, that we're going to feel that bad for them. I don't want to seem insensitive, but shut up. <laughs> wow. But damn, woman. Does it, it's shit up, actually, is what he said there. Um, does it seem like that guy would be following Kelly Stafford, though? No, not really. <laughs> that guy? <laughs> he probably, probably a Lions saw the story. Fan. Lions or Rams fan. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a diehard Bills fan, and I feel so sorry for anyone that should be injured in playing any sport. Why everyone is all my support? But what Demar said says it all. Like if his yeah, won the game. If his real first words game. were that, like that's won that's what he cares shit. about. Yeah, it sounds like Demar was like, "Why didn't you guys keep playing the game?" What the exactly? Fuck? <laughs> hey, won the game and shit. That's all that matters. Cares about me. Hey Kelly, are you talking about cops or football players? Man, this. Why did this become that? Keep your boys safe. Michigan misses you. <laughs> I'm speaking for all Michigan. Yeah. Low and left. I've been waiting to hear from the OG champion to pull yourself on this. I mean, honestly, no one has been so vocal, at least not that I know of, about player health as you've been. This is not just a game. Shut up. Shut up. Is that a guy or a, a woman? That is a woman. Like that person took that woman. time to write that. <laughs> no, isn't that incredible? And it just goes to the moon. I mean, we're the only yeah. one that'll ever repeat it. Here comes Demarcus. <laughs> Here comes Demarcus out of nowhere. So should the players just retire or just play flag football or what? Thank you. Hell yeah, Demarcus. <laughs> Thank you. What's the point of all this? They're going to keep playing. You know they're going to keep playing. There's too much money involved, and her husband would keep playing too if he didn't already have all the money he wanted. He'll probably keep playing anyway. NFL is a business, not a family, Kelly. If it's something you don't want to worry about, stop signing contracts that pay you no. millions of dollars. He that's, got one, that's nine likes. I, I am <laughs> sympathetic when people get hurt, but nobody is forcing anyone to play professional football. No. They work their whole lives to do this, and they get paid a shit ton. And then they fucking die, and they wake up and go, who won? <laughs> like... <laughs> I know they, they turn 50 and they dot around. They have no idea what's going on. Everybody <laughs> sees it going on. Oh, I'd play it. I'd do it all over again. I was reading about Reggie Brown today. He was like, I'm 40, 48, but I feel like I'm 98. My body's just jacked. The Lions guy? Yeah. Wait, yeah. but he barely played. Exactly. Because well, he got that injury. And, okay, right, so but, he, it, but it fucked him up for a long time. Has he looked into cannabis? I'm wondering. <laughs> I'm sure he has. And then Bacchus finishes up with, uh, <laughs> this goes hand in hand with sending our soldiers overseas to fight wars that they never come back Oh, my from. God. They don't have a what choice? About, what about our soldiers? What about... <laughs> 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 they don't have any rules. How's this different from a 78-year-old grandma of six... Coding in the hospital emergency room with fail. Okay. Could have, could have been, oh, okay. It was her. She's saying, don't give me this. It could have been him because it is her. I guess. Yeah. Like anyway. that could have been me. Well, right. anyway, new car inventory is growing. And when inventory grows, so do the savings. A uh, full lot means a better selection. Better selection means dreamy deals. Best of all, when you visit our friends and studio sponsors, Zot Ford and Holly, you get both. So if you bought out your lease in the past uh, year or two because there was nothing to choose from and deals sucked, then today's your lucky day. There's no need, <laughs> no need to spend money on new brakes, tires, or maintenance. Just trade that turd in and get $2,000 more. More. $2,000 more than it was priced for when, you're, uh, purchase or, when you purchase or lease a new Ford Escape Edge or Explorer at Zod Ford. As a matter of fact, you can trade in almost any used car and get the extra two grand when you get a new whip. Nobody cares. Uh, need more deals? How about 0% financing? Yeah, 0% financing. Really? I don't on... think Jim Bentley can do that. <laughs> nope. Nope. 
on many new vehicles in stock at Zot. Plus, Gabar and the team will toss in a Ford factory trifold tonneau cover. Tonneau at no tonneau charge. Tonneau cover, yeah. That's yeah. yeah, for trucks. I, I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Truck. Uh, on every F-150 you buy and or lease in the month of January, clearly an expanding inventory generates beautiful bargains, and you can check it all out when you go visit dealsinthed.com. And also Legacy Partners. If you get that truck or Edge, you should insure it at Legacy Partners. They do car, they do home, they also do small business insurance, and they help people cipher out what the deal with Medicare is for no extra charge. Can't get scammed if you call on Legacy. They'll get you the right plan. Ignore all the telemarketers and shysters. They're independent. Shop all the carriers for your insurance. Find the best deal. And when you get their quote, you'll be mad at your current insurance carrier. Uh, so call 586-209-4106. And uh, just for getting a quote, you'll uh, get that $50 gift card from Maz. So, or you could be. You could. In the, yeah. You could. Yeah. And Michelle. So, Right. So call Legacy Partners and tell them that you heard it right here on the Drew and Mike Show, 586-209-4106. And you can also clean up at Lady Jane's for an award-winning experience and register for a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to win a down payment on your dream home up to $200,000. Lady Jane's open seven days a week. Walk in anytime. It's wicked. Awesome. Well, I tell you, after reading the affidavit in the Idaho murders, it's hard to know where to start. There's so much really fascinating information. I didn't do that research. Why, why didn't they really... Did they release that early today? Yes. They released okay. it uh, when Brian Kohlberger got back to Idaho. Because I, all I saw was this little snippet, snippet, snippet. Like all these... Yeah. And then they released the affidavit and I'm like, I wish I would have just read this to begin with. They they reported, I think, most of the significant details. I think right. you guys probably know pretty much what happened, but it was still interesting reading it because they really have to tell you more than what... You know, people will put in the average true crime article or Daily Mail article or Washington Post article or, you know, whoever's writing about it. The New York Post will tell you the, the fine points. But I, I was really intrigued to see how they came to some of the conclusions they came to and, and also some of the specifics because I couldn't figure out. They made it sound like he turned his phone off. Yeah. And yeah. which, okay, murder consulting yeah. 101. That's Do not turn your phone off. Leave it on. But leave it at home when you go out and exactly. commit, commit the murder. And there was Don't a two-hour period where he did turn one. his phone off. He, he left the house with his phone on. And he turned it off between his house and the murder house. Big mistake. And then he turned it on when he was pulling up at home. Huh. He left home at 2.44 a.m. Oh. And he returns it, I think it's 5.20, let's see, 5.33 a.m., turned his phone off from 2.48. So four minutes into the drive, he turned his phone off, which is dangerous, by the way, Koberger. When you're driving, you turn your phone off. <laughs> and then he turned it back on as he was coming home. Now, this is the part that really, God, the murderers have so much in common. It's like it's in their DNA. It's imprinted. They can't help themselves. He was back at the murder house in the morning at 9.12. Really? And then he drove Before by Before the again. cops were called. Right. Yes. Oh, to see if they were there. I think he wanted to go. Oh. He left the leather sheath that held his knife. He left oh, that on the bed with his DNA right. on it. And I wonder, oh, I wonder if he wanted to go in there and get it. Trying to get, fish it back out. Possibly. But he did know that there were two other people remaining, two survivors. Well, he knew at least one. At least one, because right? he went well, slow down. Oh, yeah. yep. Go in order. He he went by again at nine twenty one too. So he had to go by twice and <clears throat> see no cops. I'm thinking that he had to be thinking, oh fuck, do I go in and get it? Fuck, yeah. I should go in there. Grab fucking that. DNA on there. I had a glove on. I don't think it was just on the snap. 
Yeah. It was just one little wow. bit of DNA on the snap. So <clears throat> anyway, um, yeah, Brandon, you were getting to the really the, the big, big news, the I think, today. The confusing news. This it, is it, it is hard to mind-boggling. follow. Mind-boggling. But I guess we can start there. Zanna Kernodal is one of the, the dead four. She ordered a DoorDash delivery, which arrived around 4 a.m. So she was up at 4 a.m., as was Kaylee Gonclaves, who would also become a victim. Survivor Dylan Mortensen heard Kaylee say, There's someone here! At, at some point, after 4 a.m., I guess. And then she heard some crying, and she emerged from her room and said she saw a figure dressed in black, wearing a mask that covered his mouth and nose, uh-uh. walking towards her. Oh, holy shit. She watched him exit through a sliding door. They kind of were speculating that he may not have seen her. And then she locked herself in the bedroom. God. That's kind of incredible. And that she, was at like 4.30? Yeah, and 4- didn't call the police for another eight hours? I, I thought that was... Really, I, I th- feel like she must have been absolutely in shock or something, or absolutely yeah. flipped out, scared. Or she could have been drunk too. I mean, they were partying out. I mean, yeah, he, yeah. Well, think that house. How many times you hear people talking, saying people things, go crying, away. right? Like, oh, I'm arguing with a boyfriend. People are in and out all the time. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they knew about the white. Oh, she noticed too that the that the person walking out had bushy eyebrows, right. which. Uh-huh. Co-booger definitely has yeah. very bushy eyebrows. Should have trimmed those eyebrows, Mr. <laughs> Smarty Pants. Got an eyebrow? I love that that she described him as not muscular. Yeah, no. like well built, but not muscular. Uh, yeah, she thought he was five ten. He's actually six feet. Oh, so. what about all the boxing that he did? He thought he was in big shape. Well, you know, he's happy just that they didn't call him fat because he was bullied for being fat as a child. <laughs> Tubby. Badass. Anyway, old burger booger. The, uh, and now, someone's surveillance also picked up a dog barking around this time and a loud noise. And they thought possibly some screaming mm. was picked up. I mean, it was very distant, but it was picked up. Something was picked up, and they thought it was from the house. And uh, also, the, the girl who went back to her room and you know saw the bushy eyebrows and saw Dylan. him leave, she said that... She heard a male voice say, it's okay, I'm going to help you. Right. Dylan! So. God, creepy. I know, it is really fucking, just, it's terrifying. They found that his cell phone was often pinging around their house. They suspect that he stalked the house at least 12 times prior to the murders. So how far back are they going to go to find, like, I have to believe. They went back six months on his phone. But I have to believe he had some sort of interaction at a bar at something. Well, he was a vegan, and two of these girls worked at a vegan restaurant, so maybe that's the connection. It doesn't sound like... The the parents all said, never heard this guy's name. Never heard of him. He was following them on Instagram. The two roommates don't know him. Yeah. They don't know who he is. But obviously, he, Mr. Criminology, Mr. Incel, who never gets laid... He must have wanted to commit the perfect crime. I think this is a Leopold and Loeb type thing. Leopold and Loeb is a famous case in the Chicago area in the, I think, 
1920s or 1930s. My mom told me about it. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, just like Leopold and Laub. <laughs> Two wealthy You're students at now. the University of Chicago who kidnapped and murdered a 14-year-old Bobby Franks. Yeah, and they wanted, to, they wanted to murder someone. They were both brilliant. They were super smart. Uh, I th- want to say they went to Harvard or somewhere. They thought they were so smart, and they thought they could commit the perfect crime. They got caught, and I think they both got out of prison eventually, too, because they were very young when they, when they did this. I want to say they were like 18 or 19 years old. Oh, you mean uh, prison sentences were as porous then as they are now? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, one of them got out, and of course, he, he tried to become a researcher and help with I know, sickening. Get out of here. Jeez. And I want to say one of them was had the shit beat out of him in prison. Oh, good. Too creepy assholes. But oh. uh, anyway, yeah, I, I could just hear my mom saying, "Because she used to bring that up occasionally." <laughs> <laughs> now, one of the things though that Mark wanted to make sure when he was here earlier, make sure you mentioned this part was. The two times he was pulled over in Indiana. Now yeah. we know. How does Mark know we're not going to talk about that? Yeah, we're going to get there. <laughs> well, I was going to talk about that. We're going that. Uh, chronological, no, right? Because, no, because we're not yesterday. going chronologically at all. No, well, we're supposed to be. <laughs> we're trying. It's hard to go chronologically. There's so many things. I know. You just go like, what about and, this? What about that? And there's the order in which they found it out, and there's the order in which it happened. But it is. it was really strange to hear that he got pulled over in Indiana twice until you find out that the FBI said, eh, would you pull that car over, that uh, yeah. white Lantra, yeah. and take a look at his hands. I want to see what his hands look like. And then also, I think they pulled him over to freak him out, too. Yeah, I have okay. to believe. And I think they learned something very important when they did pull him over because he brought up a fake crime. He said, oh, yeah, there's a mass shooting, you know, at his college or something. And that was a lie. Why would he even bring that up? Well, Mark said his dad mentioned it, but the story today said that he mentioned it. So I don't know who mentioned it, but somebody mentioned it. How does that come up in conversation when a cop pulls you over for speeding? I think maybe he was trying to suggest why he was going home. Where are you going from Washington? Why his dad came with him? I don't know. (laughs) More credence to the fact that dad knew, though. Here's the So wait a minute. They knew? They they were following well, him. Yeah, yeah wow. they knew. They pretty much thought he did it at that point. They just needed to get. They needed to finish this thing, and they wanted to, you know, get it wrapped up tightly and wow. not have problems. And when when they was... also had the DNA from the the sheath. He left the uh, the knife, the cover, the sheath that he kept it in by the side of the bed when he was killing the two girls in the same who were in the same bed. K bar knife, U.S. Marine. Speculate on the two girls being in the same bed. I'm just asking. I'm just saying. They'll sleep together without. Yeah, yeah. If they friends. were together, that's fine. I mean, I'm so totally pro LGBTQ. I mean, I'm just they were saying. besties. <laughs> that's what girls do, right? Just ask. Yeah, I don't know. We do. Yeah, they take dumps together or? too. Don't they always go to the purine? Well, we're not trying to be purient or anything. <laughs> just asking. We don't spoon a, necessarily. We sleep together though. Scissors, but no spoon. Maybe. <laughs> Scissor me timbers. When did they when did they get the DNA off of the knife sheath? I mean, that would have been really early yeah, I don't in the think game, it, right? I don't think it was too long but after. They didn't know who it was, right? They had DNA, no, they, but they this didn't know. This person, who. whoever it was, was not in the system. So they do know about this white lantern, though, and they they had asked Washington State, any white lanterns you know of on that campus? And they said, Oh yeah, some white lanterns. So they they got the license plate number. They looked at the driver's license photo, which, of course, they have, and they saw the bushy eyebrows. And I got thought, your license plate number. Hmm, that's interesting. 
They also realized that he had been pulled over and they had his phone number. So they start pinging the phone, figuring out what's this phone been up to. And they see, of course, that he's been by this house all these times. And they're like, oh, shit. Um, I mean, it, it sounds like him. And then they, they, they saw that he had le- they had surveillance cameras that showed him leaving the campus at two. Oh, no, it was four. Let's see. I wrote that down somewhere. Oh, that's the campus at 2.44 a.m. the night of the murders. And he returns at 5.33 a.m. Oh. And that phone's turned off for two hours. He never turns off his phone. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. If you're going to turn off your phone during your murder, you better, you better practice turning it off every day for a few hours just to act like you turn off your phone all the time, which nobody does. No one ever turns no, their phone Turn it off at night. Every fucking night. Never. Like, nah, people were calling me. I didn't want, uh, didn't want calls. There's really me. no reason to turn off a phone. No, there really is. There? No. No. So I'm he like John Kelly. never thought they were going to get caught. We caught him. I'm more pissed at this guy than John Kelly, or at least as pissed. <laughs> Fucking not, He's not a genius. He's an idiot. And can this please be a lesson for all the internet sleuths that the cops had it under fucking control they the were whole time. so wrong i, I know, was I, so deep dove into, into into all of the theories and everybody got it wrong i have to admit i feel bad for for thinking these cops were just buffoons because the fbi was on this thing early on they had all kinds of people working in this case as you would think they would of course they did at what yep. point did they figure it out and they figured it out from 24 and me right no oh no well yeah kind of because Okay, they pulled him over twice in Indiana. They had him under complete surveillance when he got to Mommy and Daddy's house. And, of course, they captured the garbage, uh, which the family didn't know about, but they did. Hmm. And they got DNA off something in the garbage immediately. I'm looking for the trash can. (laughs) Which, of course, would be the mother, the father, or Brian. And the DNA genealogically matched. 99%. it It was actually the father's DNA. The father did it! (laughs) <laughs> the father did it. This is the father's DNA. No, actually. Drove the father's over. DNA showed them that his was so close to the father's, of course, or close, you know, the same markers, right. that someone in that house killed those three, Garbage four people. Um, so then, uh, yeah, then they arranged to bust him and take the car. Take dad into custody, too, please, right now. Yeah, I, I agree, Trudy. I think they should yeah. take dad in. They, they, mean, they, they he- got to be something to charge him with. What did he, he flew across country to drive back with him? Or I assume they? he did. Yeah. Um, which to me is who? Do, who yeah. is twenty eight that has to have their parent fly across the country to drive home? That is so soft. It's like Brian, you killed someone. I have to come over and I'll like, be right there. Yeah, drive you home. You know, I wonder what was it. You know, Mark was uh, was saying that he thought I the came father in less moved. than an hour. Why did you guys think the father knew? Just because. I don't think Why the would father he drive knew. home with him. I, I think Mark had some kind of speculation on that, gut feeling. Well, why would he drive? It's a cross country trip, so maybe he just wanted someone to be with him. Or his father's like, "Hey, I'll come down. I got time off work. I'll come with you." I would think the dad would go. You mean drive across the country? With you? I mean, thanks a lot. I, I, I mean, think you're 28. If I were that dad, I would have been in for an extended dental appointment. So if him, if dad is driving across the country, is Brian going to fly home and drive daddy across the country? Well, I knew he couldn't Did fly I do home. Did daddy? Because he couldn't get on a plane. Because he probably figured that he had to they get the car had, out of there. Yeah, and then he had a there. Like, that they maybe had a picture. But I mean, did he typically a, come home for Christmas, Rachel? like around that time? Uh, we don't no, know. That, he right? left his graduate studies. Does he Seattle, was not done. So that tells Seattle that have, tells me dad 
probably, or at least my gut tells me he knew something. He's he like, knew I gotta, so, he had to know something gotta was help up. him out here. But I, I'm pissed at the dad for flying out there and driving home with him because my thing would be, well, would Brian fly home to be with dad and drive across the country with him? <laughs> no, if dad Brian would just someone? interrupt his life, really? He nope. Knew, he knew they had facial recognition technology at SeaTac. That's why he wouldn't get on a plane there. I think he had to get the car out of there anyway, though. Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. No, the he Elantra was too cheap. Were looking for the Elantra for and sure. And I think he was too cheap to just burn the car. Didn't he replate <laughs> the car, too? He got Yes, he did plates. get a new plate. Oh. That's right. Five days after the murder, he got a new plate, which is well, very interesting. Suspicious. Eh, what's going on there? Of all the times in the world to get a new plate on a white Elantra, five days after the murder. Very interesting, Brian. You're so genius. Raising a fucking red flag. <laughs> like stupid murderer. It was no. me. He might be the dumbest murderer ever. <laughs> but can you believe this fucking guy killed four people? It's just really weird looking at his picture because he looks like a murderer. I mean, it's like... Yeah. Uh, for the record, I was willing to believe he was a murderer back when there was no evidence. <laughs> I just, you know, there's always in these cases, people get so hung up on motive. There has to be a motive. And it just seems He's like... they're are so many more situations now than there used to be. And I, I know I'm being a boomer about this, but honestly, 20, 30, 40 years ago, people didn't just kill people for Leopold a Loeb. thrill. What? Huh? Uh, Leopold Loeb. 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 What are you talking True. about? True. Dahmer? He's a stone-cold killer. Yeah, come on. The 70s, Dahmer was a 60s, serial... 70s, and 80s were the pinnacle of serial killers. Gacy. Dahmer got sexual excitement. I mean, that was, that was a sexual Gacy? thing. Though, serial killers are different, but I mean... You didn't have kids shooting up schools. You didn't have people just, you know, going, I hate the world. It's time to murder somebody. That They just, there was a motive. They were mad at somebody. Like the Mormon guy who killed his five kids, his wife and his mother-in-law and himself because his wife was divorcing. Did you hear about that one? Yeah. That just happened. Yikes. That was, uh, was that in, that was out west? Was that Utah? I want murders in Utah. I keep <laughs> I saying Utah. I think that was Utah. Yeah, yeah. Probably Utah was. man kills his wife, five children, and mother-in-law. And then we got the guy who drove off the cliff with his two children and that wife. And I'm so hungry for information. Does anyone know <laughs> what's going on there? Because I feel certain the wife was either exerting her independence or she was leaving him. Yeah. One or the other. I vote for that. That's That's the same thing, essentially. And that guy, you know... I'm going to be so bummed. This is what happens so often is because they didn't die. Oh, it's only attempted murder. So he only goes to prison for this long. He tried to kill his two kids and his wife. Or there's, you know, five other, but they're served concurrently. So it's only going to be 20 years. Right. Because he's so fucking lucky that they didn't die. He gets to serve a shorter sentence. No, don't give him luck. Is he the first person who tried to kill someone with a Tesla? I go like... Well, the, the girl, the lesbian that drove over the cliff, uh, I don't think she was driving a, a that was Tesla. was a minivan. Yeah. Um, and then today, too, I, I'm like, I, don't, I just find myself shaking my head all the time. The guy that killed Offset gets bond of $2 million, and his attorneys fight valiantly. And say, That's unconstitutional. That's too much. And I'm thinking, no, don't give him any bond. Why would you give him bond? He just killed Offset for no reason over a fucking card game. Nice. Dice game. And so they said, all right, million dollar bond. And the guy who murdered Offset paid the bond. Oh, oh but he's got a GPS bracelet, so we don't have anything to worry about. Yeah, he'll be. <laughs> he's on a tether. What the, why? Why bond that guy out? Why? Zero reason. I, I, 
<laughs> There's Seriously. no reason. Why there is no was. reason whatsoever. And uh, you know, I'm wondering what his his background is. What his innocent until proven guilty. And, and also, um, this guy has a million dollars, and he's killing somebody over a dice game. Really? Where did he get the million bucks? I wonder. Hmm. Well, hundred k, right? Ten percent. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was a million dollars, but yeah, maybe it was only a hundred. Well, why would two hundred be so much? I think that's ridiculous. Crazy fucking world. Um, Going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> amen. So um, so we do have Maz in a little bit, and also we have the uh, boner line. We do. And we also have a happy new year from the Yaldo Eye Center, wishing you peace of mind and once and forever peace from both the annoyance and subpar performance of contact glasses and reading glasses. You've been buying all of it, the lenses, the liquid cleaners, the yearly prescription changes, and the appointments that you don't really need. But in reality, they own you because you're pretty much helpless to see without them. So maybe put an end to it all. Maybe a New Year's resolution for Dr. Yaldo. Make an appointment uh, with Dr. Yaldo. So you can dial in 2020 vision, in most cases better than 2020, with the most precise custom LASIK in the world, or the implantable lenses that last a lifetime. They bring in the small print and everything else. Hundreds of our listeners have experienced the life-changing vision correction of Dr. Yellow's four-plus years of supporting this podcast. So get a free no-obligation evaluation. Save $1,500. If you opt custom LASIK and uh, what's, the, what's the phone number? Oh, 1-800-398-Eyes. Um, uh, 398-Eyes. Okay, let me write down. <laughs> Eli, lift it up. <laughs> and then YellowEyeCenter.com. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right? I think so. Can you go on the site and just make sure? I think it. I think that's what it is. But yeah, that's uh, they would love to see or just make an appointment. It is yaldoicenter.com. All right. And then we have uh, Luke Nuke Luke and Wacky. If you're facing a big financial decision like buying a new home, a new car, or something cosmetic, it's great to know how this decision can affect your current and future financial goals. Luke and his team at MFC Pinnacle Wealth Strategies can help you plan for your financial goals today and into the future. Call Luke at 248-663-4748. He made one of our reviews. One of our reviewers said, what a big help Luke Nowacki was. I thought, oh, that's weird. That's cool. They like the show because of Luke. Um, Security Investment Advisory Services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated. Remember, F-I-N-R-A, S-I-P-C. Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, separately owned, other entities, and our marketing names, product service reference here, independent of Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated. And Pam, if you've had any kind of an incident at your home that involves a property insurance claim, call Pam first because they get you more money and also because they handle the entire claims process. They sit on hold and wait for people. Or they have inside, they have inside numbers at most of these insurance companies. They've dealt with all of them. So you don't have to sit on hold and argue back and forth with people and call back and wait for their call. And, ugh. Pam gets you more money. They do all the work. Why wouldn't you have them do it? CallPamFirst.com. That's CallPamFirst.com or click the Pam logo on our website. And now we have another. I wonder what people are talking about on the boner line. Oh, 20966 boner. Uh, you can call it. You can text it. I need some calls now that we're in 2023. And I give you boner line number 261. Where the fuck's the fucking podcast? <laughs> I mean... If, like, every other person took as much time off work as you guys did, we'd all get fucking fired. Jesus Christ, this is like your job, isn't it? I would like to speak to your manager, because you are harassing me, and I am important. So I'm forced to listen to 97.1, since you fuckers are off this week. 97.1! And they play the Joe Namath struggling drop. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. Then they play Bill O'Reilly 
fucking thing sucks drop that they had to bleep. Fucking thing sucks! Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Yeah! So you basically took almost the entire month of December off. Nice, nice job! job. None, None of, you. of you! Come on, get off your ass. Do a show. <laughs> Brandon was on Who Are These Podcasts and What Are These Podcasts and he held his own pretty well. He did a good job. Thank you. Hey, Brandon, congratulations on co-hosting WATP. Thank you. Brandon. Hey, buddy, I just wanted to call and be one of the three other people that <laughs> called and congratulated you on your performance on WATP. Two the coolest thing anyone's ever said to me. Man, I hope you guys are coming back soon. So much has happened since you've been off. I mean, machete attacks. Uh, Trump's taxes. I don't want to pay tax. Barbara Walters, <laughs> Vivian Westwood. Who the fuck is that? Former Pope. Hallelujah. The Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> well, Happy New Year, boners. Happy New Year. Hey, great show. Happy to have Bobbitt back in the mix. <laughs> he answered, what? <laughs> Except for Bobbitt. <laughs> John. What? 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 <laughs> what? 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 What can I do for you? Man? What? Have you seen my can we get a supercut of all the times John Bobbitt said, you know, the other day on the phone? I think it was more than Will Smith. Uh, pain and suffering the past 10 years. I know. Where's my dick? Where's my dick? Yeah, you guys were talking about the Dana White slapping his wife story and uh, I slap you. conspiracy theory. I was watching TV this weekend and there was, I thought it was a parody. There is a show series coming on TV and Dana White's doing the commercial, like the professional slap league where guys line up and just slap each oh, other yeah. and Dana White is promoting it. So I think uh -huh. this was all a ploy to get slapping Ooh. into the zeitgeist so they could talk about it. So everybody watched the slap off championship. What is the five fingers? Say to the face. <laughs> slap. Hey, I heard you guys talking about Gallagher, and you were confused about his connection to homophobia and racism. Where does this story go? Then you went on to say that part of his act was smashing fruit. Uh, if you can't see the symbolism there, I think you're not looking deep enough. Uh -oh. Shut up, conspiracy theorist. <laughs> um, how does Drew not know the follow-up song to the Crash Test Dummies? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was Superman, and it's one of the greatest songs ever written. <laughs> Superman never made any money. And sometimes I dispel the world will never see another man like him turn that shit down that is the voice of an angel what a piece of shit song what are the chances <laughs> that thomas a Manway had ever pounded it to barbara walters because he was entering your mouth shit yeah happy Good birthday question. to mark january 3rd 1976 it is my birthday as well and like that could have been me. Happy birthday <laughs> to him. I don't care. Hey, I would love for you guys to talk more about Elon Musk. I, and I'm being serious. I love to hear Mark devolve into a liberal woman. I love it. <laughs> Please do more. I love hearing Mark get mad. That is not true. Liberal and it's woman. not nice. Mark, you're right on about Musk. He likes rockets. He's a fucking boiled, petulant child and a fucking asshole. Drew, 
Brandon, you guys were supreme fucking idiots as usual. Jeez, why don't you go cry about it? Hey, I got an audio separated at birth, the beginning of TMZ and Chuck Berry's fart. <laughs> Two drops I really miss. Number one, hey, let me ask some. Are you a doctor? It's gone. Just don't worry about it. It's gone. And number two, I find the one guy in the room who's not getting off, and I make him get off. I look for the one guy who isn't getting off, <laughs> and I make him get off. The drops that are never heard anymore, or rarely heard anymore. Uh, yeah. One of my favorites is, I think it's the fridge, and I use it in my life. All the time. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't I don't believe that. That's B -A -L -E -E one of my favorites. So that's how I got the name of Fridge. <laughs> I remember the drop, but actually it's more of a bit uh, that you guys used to do that I miss. Martina Navratilova, I think she opened a shop that tacos. served precisely only tacos and uh, favored ladies' night. And I would love to hear that if you could catch that on one of the shows. Hello, girls. As you know, I am retiring from tennis soon, putting away my tennis balls. From the best but of don't files. expect me to give up furry little things. No, I'll be busy with the grand opening of my new Mexican food restaurant, Martina's Taco Shop. Yes. Soon you and your friends can dive into my taco. Come on over to Martina's Taco Shop. Just get into your car and strap on your seatbelt. When you open the door and come in, ring the desk bell twice. You'll get my attention that way because I've always responded to a double dong. <laughs> <laughs> Martina's Tacos. At the end of a long day, wouldn't it be great to have my tacos staring you in the face? How about one with extra cheese? Your lips will be covered with juice from my delicious taco. Come on in and grab Martina's box. Yes, Martina's box. Full of one dozen tacos at a special price. And Tuesday is ladies' day at Martina's. <laughs> ladies, bring in your girlfriend and you both get a special price taco. Then you could eat your own tacos or trade them. That way, while she eats your taco, you eat hers. Martinez Tacos. <laughs> Our grand opening is coming soon. Bush Highway is where you'll find Martinez Tacos. <laughs> God. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> What's the matter, honey? A little extra cheese on the taco? 20966 Boner. Please call it, please. Text it, and our hearts go out to Martina. No, it's a little. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's, uh, she's going through some tough stuff right now. Uh, it's funny, Elon Musk. I don't love Elon Musk. He doesn't melt me down. But I'm not, like, in love with Elon Musk. I think he's a pretty innovative, successful guy. He's done yeah. pretty well. 
He's done some good things and has... Uh, he puts rockets into space and... Uh, SpaceX does that, but sure. Well, SpaceX well, is PayPal, Elon Musk. PayPal changed the world. I could just hear Mark well, melting down. PayPal, there's, you know, his car company has been pretty... I mean, they were the most valuable company. company in the world. He made those flamethrowers? You made oh, yeah. flamethrowers. I forgot about that. <laughs> and uh, I know Tesla's stock is down, but uh, GM and Ford and Stellantis... Those is, are up, right? No. No, nothing's up, really. In fact, Ford didn't have a very good fourth quarter. GM, however, number one automaker in the United States. Took over Toyota. Yeah, booted them out. I think they sold less cars doing it. I mean, I don't think any of the car companies are doing terribly well right now, but it's a weird time. They can't get chips, right? Supply chain issues, but despite that, GM came out ahead. Mm. So so anyway, um, and Maz, Barbara Walters, I bet he does love Barbara Walters. I, I'm, I'm curious to hear his take on DeMar Hamlin. I think it's going to be terrible. I don't know why. Do uh, you think it's going to be very cookie-cutter kind of? Probably, yeah. It'll, it'll probably be something you've basically heard the gist of every word of it. Yeah. It should have just been about DeMar at that point. Why are we talking about the game or anything? So did you hear the new Harry news, Prince Harry news Which part? this morning? Oh, God, it was... The, my I, I brother cannot... attacked me. I cannot believe that everyone is not so sick of this I guy. Mean, he acts like that as he works. Two two guys who are living in a family. I mean, who cares if it's a palace? My brother hit right. me. Yeah. Don't That's you what fight? brothers do. My brother made me wear a Nazi costume. <laughs> was his. He's the one that the, the Nazi costume was William and Kate's fault. James Hewitt is not my father. <laughs> William assaulted me because of Megan. How many times your brothers hit you, Drew? Oh, God. We hit each other plenty of times. Yeah. Come on. I didn't want my dad to marry that bitch Camilla. I've taken cocaine, and I don't like it. I've taken it. I killed killed 25 people. people. Oh, bullshit, I've killed so many people. No one believes he killed 25 (laughs) Taliban. But this is what bothers me the most about this. I've known plenty of people who were in wars, and... They don't run around talking about how many people they killed. No. That is so gauche. I killed 25 Taliban. They were like chess pieces on the ground to me. I didn't even feel bad about it. I don't regret it. I don't feel bad about it at all. I, I, I love the uh, speculation as to whether he'll attend his father's coronation. You mean James Hewitt? That's uh, not my dad. <laughs> In this book, he complains. My mom fucked him after I was born. In the book, he complains that... Prince Charles, King Charles now. My dad used to make jokes that he wasn't even my real father. <laughs> his dad did. Yes. Oh, my God, for it real. It was one yeah. stupid wow. one-liner, but according to the story, uh, Hewitt came after Harry was born. I don't even, I have I think no they idea. shifted the timeline. Are people not, I can't believe people aren't worn out on this. I can't believe there's anyone that supports these people. Why? He's doing another sit-down interview, this time with Anderson Cooper. He's doing oh. one on GMA with Michael Strahan Monday. How can these people, and honestly, I saw Strahan today go, he's got some really, this is some very in, unflinching stuff. Uh, it's really raw, and uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that we haven't heard before. It's like, okay, he's barely had contact with these people in, what, three or four years? Why is he still talking about them for money all the time? It's the best grift I've ever seen, and I can't <laughs> yeah. believe nobody's caught on to it. All I want is my privacy, and by privacy, I mean doing all these interviews with Oprah and Michael Strahan and Anderson Cooper and writing a book, and now Megan's going to write a book, too. And then yeah, controlling the narrative afterwards. She just announced a book 
coming after his. Wait, oh. I thought they already what the they fuck? Just did How many six, books they just are there? They just did a six-part Netflix series. And that was boring. A book's going to be way more fucking boring than a Netflix series. Well, they're saving stuff for the book. Oh, bullshit. No, wh- okay, How can why? There be more stuff. I don't understand. Why does GMA and Anderson Cooper and 60 Minutes, why do they kiss their ass to the, to the end of the earth? I don't get it. And now a whole new round of him bitching about the same crap, yeah. just with a few new twists. <laughs> William knocked me down. I fell now, in the dog bowl. This, this story, I have so many problems with this story about the brawl. Williams stormed into his co- his cottage by the right, not to be confused w- with his London house. This is his cottage, which, which is what like fifteen rooms. It's actually not. It's the one that uh, Megan said. Oprah couldn't believe we lived in this dump. It's actually on this giant property where there's a castle or two, and right. it's just kind of little. It's a cute little cottage, actually. I'm sure a lot of people would love to live there. <laughs> but he was supposedly very angry about the media clusterfuck, and he called Megan difficult, rude, and abrasive, which I would say is pretty generous, considering <laughs> he should have called yeah. her a cunt. She's a total cunt. Cunt bitch. Whore. She is the worst. Does anyone like her? No, not even her fucking father likes her. No, well, he nobody in her family stuff. likes her. Nobody in his family likes her. Nope. So he said, William, okay, everything is William's fault. Everything. William's being stubbornly irrational. He's calling Megan names. Megan didn't do anything wrong. And then um, Harry is, says that William won't understand. He's upset about being a spare and not an heir. Why do you get to be king and I don't? It's no fair. <laughs> Harry is whipped. So William just keeps swearing at him, and then he grabs his collar, ripped his necklace. He broke his necklace. My chain. And knocked him to the floor, and Harry landed on the dog's bowl, which, aren't dog's bowls usually next to a wall? Yes. Yeah. I mean, doesn't it sound a little weird? They're not usually in the middle of the floor where someone would fall. <laughs> That's not a little strange. Still, what a baby. Yeah, who and cares? You I just a... didn't want to be alive anymore. And the... <laughs> Hit a corner of a countertop or anything. No. Right, with his head. And the bowl broke with the pieces <gasps> cutting in, all the pieces cut into Harry. I, I want to see the scars. I almost die. Exactly. It's, that story is so embellished with things that are supposed to trigger outrage on his behalf. The, the worst part to me is coming. I just wasn't. Which is, okay, a regretful William told Harry to hit him back like he did when they were kids. Okay, hit me back. I'm sorry. Hit me back. (laughs) Which which Harry, of course, refused to do because Harry's perfect. It's a bigger person. And Harry kicked him out. Then William returned and apologized. Shame-faced. And said, please don't tell Meg about this. You mean you attacked me? (laughs) And then William said, I didn't attack you. But anyway, so he says, please don't tell Megan about this. And Harry was not, of course, he would never have told Megan. But of course, Megan saw the horrible injuries on his back, the disfigurement of his back. So he had no choice but to tell her. Of course he, he had her. to tell her. Although he was walking around backwards shirtless for like two days oh to make heard, sure she noticed. I heard it's worse than Carrie Underwood's. Oh, yeah, uh, it's more disfiguring. Uh, correct. <laughs> Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers got a hug. And then Megan was reprimanded for telling Kate she must have baby brain for making this complaint about the the, the oh. children's dresses or something. You must have baby brain. She's frightened, you I think. dumb whore. I don't know what that, even know what that means. But nah, Megan, that's common. Megan was reprimanded, <laughs> and no one can reprimand Megan. Kate still then, has baby brain. Megan was also angry because um, she, it was, she was accused of making Kate cry when Kate made her cry, which oh, she's already been gosh, over. Shut the fuck Remember, she went through enough. that on Oprah, that Kate, did, I did not make Kate cry. Kate made me cry. 
No one can make you cry. She made herself, she cried. These are such petty little things and they're blown up into this huge deal. And and I also agree with what you said, that people cry, when people cry, some people cry all the fucking time. Nobody makes them cry. They're just prone to crying. They cry all the fucking time. They don't have to be someone making them cry. (laughs) No. That's the be, you know, someone else's fault, not mine. You made me cry. And then it's somewhere in here, by the way, I read something about Harry talked to his therapist about this. And I'm like, oh, Harry had a therapist. Then why, when Megan was Markle Seidel, why didn't he let Markle see his therapist? Instead, she goes to the firm and they say, no, we don't have any help. So you have to just live with it. And so Megan goes, I can't get any help. I can't get any help because the the, uh, HR won't give me any help. And Harry didn't say, oh, I've got a therapist. No, no, she couldn't get out. She would not was allowed to get any help because the firm told her there was no help available. Seems like that's a hole in the story, huh? Uh, slightly, like they have no resources. They couldn't call Elton John. He'll pay for their carbon imprints, but he won't recommend a psychiatrist. <laughs> They're the worst. Why, why does anyone still like them? I, I need a psychiatrist because I killed so many Taliban. I killed them all. Who and I didn't want to be a Nazi. Will you mate me? <laughs> I want to know the profile of the people that like them or her. I think because I have no idea. I can't imagine. They're super soft, woke people. I think a lot of times it's it's the racism claim that, that carries the day. <sighs> like Charles on TMZ defends her nonstop for really? anything. Yes, I just can't imagine anyone liking her. Anyone? I can't either. I, I, it's it blows my mind. I know woke. It's not. I know okay. people like that. Thing. And then they give him this award for uh, for racism for being if, uh, racism fighters or something. Yeah. They and Zelensky <laughs> shared an award at the Kennedy yes. Center. <laughs> right, right. And then she wins best podcast at the the American with the People's Choice Award. They oh, win an award what? for their charity, and it turns out their charity has, has barely given any money away. The no. very lowest, the lowest category. category. Really? <laughs> they gave something between zero and forty nine thousand dollars to oh, charity. Oh wow, that's scandalous! Yeah, the charity took in like two million dollars and gave away zero to forty nine thousand dollars. I wish today I would have seen the stories about that, like I did about these stupid stories that came out about Harry. Like, yeah, I, I, like we need to be bombarded with. They didn't give any money to charity. They didn't do this. So, but why is that? Why does the American media constantly kiss their ass and tell their story? And they repeat the same shit over and over and over. Maybe they're trying to be more highbrow than the British press, who, the tabloids, who allegedly ran them out of town. The mean. I think they see They they kiss their ass. The press kisses ass over there. They're not that mean. Megan was not likable. She is the most unlikable person in probably in the history of the royal family. If it's all about clicks, I have to imagine those stories would get more clicks. I just feel someone has to be covering for that. We can't put anything negative about them. Like it has to be. I, That's I don't the get. It. I would think you get. Cl- I would think you get clicks calling them out. I think people would love to read about yeah, what fucked up they are. I'd like be clicking all over that. Piers Morgan wrote a piece like three weeks ago, just blistering them, absolutely poking holes in every one of their stupid stories and pointing out how often they just keep repeating the same stories and mm-hmm. making money off them. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe that didn't get clicks. I, I have a hard time. I didn't see it. I didn't see that story. Like literally today, Drew at work, my my computer, Daily Mail. I have notifications turned on, so I keep getting these notifications in the it's bottom. Story of the after story after story after story. Harry yeah. did cocaine. Harry <laughs> William did. fought Harry, yeah. and it's just all this bullshit. And I'm just like, oh, stop. They had like five stories. They really did. I don't know. 
Well, I can't wait to learn more on GMA with Michael Strahan and with Anderson Cooper on CNN and and Megan's new book. Holy crap! Uh, that'll be out in like thirteen years, right? I, don't, I would. I really would think that it would reach a point where it would just be saturation. It wouldn't get clicks. Yeah. Like you know, when Britney Spears stories come out now, you'll notice that when she first said, you know, I've been a prisoner. You'd see those stories, and you'd see thousands of comments on them, mm-hmm. and be a lot of free Britney. Oh, no. And and now when Britney has some new stupid, like she's showing her her splotchy tits or something, <laughs> um, there'll be there'll be like sixteen comments. Yeah. I mean, there's just no the interest is completely. She has completely destroyed interest in her. Although, fucking Elton John, I'm so pissed at him for that stupid song. She is like, her Spotify profile has gone way up. Oh, no kidding. She was dwindling down, falling downwards. I mean, every time I would look at her, she'd have a, she'd have a lower rank, and then all of a sudden, boom, she's got a top 10 hit, and she goes way up. She's like 53 in the world now on Spotify. Oh. You know, isn't uh, that mind-boggling? Little Sister's on page six saying she struggled with self-esteem as Britney's sister, so we have to hear about that now, too. And well, I'd rather hear about gown. how she fucked over her sister. That I'd like to hear. Now I'm on a nightgown on Instagram, and I got a veil on, and I'm holding my stomach like I'm pregnant. Am I pregnant? You don't know. Oh, I hate that. How psychotic Who she looks. Who cares? I mean, honestly, I hope she isn't, because I would feel so sorry for the child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Her having a child, can you imagine how much attention that'll get? It'll just... That's the only reason she wants to have a kid, probably go, look at me, I'm having a baby. It's a baby that's half me. How incredible is that? This one's going to like me. That's not good. And then that kid (laughs) will have a social media account. It'll have millions of followers. And then its music career will start. It'll (laughs) join Disney. It'll be all blotchy. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. (laughs) Here's the blood. Ew. Oh, wow. She's crazy. I just, man, I tell you, these people that post pictures of themselves all the time, over and over. Look at her Instagram. If you go through it, it's just her, her. Is her, that all her, you have her, to her, do her. to get likes? Should I just post a bunch of fucking pictures? I guess so, of Jim. I think I you should. Have... I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. Post yourself naked in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm gonna too. post a picture just like that. Put a little flower emoji over your ding dong. <laughs> and you know, somebody was uh, somebody wrote a really negative thing about her being nude all the time, and our kids have complained about it. And she won't stop, mm-hmm. and. I'm trying to think if she was responding or if it was her husband, her idiot husband. But it was something to the effect that, you know, um, you know what it's like to be a prisoner for 13 years and she's free now. It's like, oh, so she never was able to show her body before. She never had any sexuality. I mean, there was no sexuality emanating from her before. That was when he was like. Before she was a prisoner. Hey, what's wrong with her being naked? People in, in fashion are naked all the time. What's going on? Yeah, that was their New Year's um, social media post, right? Um, she she was all about sexuality because she was in little Catholic girl all she was fits, and all the dudes at her concert were pedos. <laughs> well, well, it was, was mostly girls. I, was, I thought she was hot at the time. It wasn't it, a pedo. It, it was no, 18. people were. No, they were. They wanted you to think she was hot. That's how she sold records. But actually, I think her concerts are girls. I think that's what who shows up. I would like, guys, so. I would never go to her concert. Would you go to a Britney Spears concert, Jim? Fuck no. Oh, you went And I've been to a Lady Gaga concert. I would not go to fucking Britney Spears. My number one hit. How many views does this have on here? A bill, a gajillion. (laughs) 
152,000? Well, this is all? on this is on YouTube music. Oh, 13 million. That's a lot. I mean, that's not that many. Yeah, but it should be more for this song. The song for her skyrocketing up. No. I know the song is like 170 million streams, which is yeah, it's pretty many. I mean, it's a hit. It's a new hit, so yeah, it gets them really fast. I'm sure someday it'll have a lot. But uh, since you brought that up, I went through today. I was just kind of curious about this. I'd like to do it for the other decades too when I have time. Mm. The uh, the 1980s hits, like the biggest hits of the 1980s, because we're going through what oh. gets the most streams, which tells you what, it's really more about 30 and 40 year olds, like they're now assessing our music and saying which of it they like, and they don't like, or they like the most. Oh, okay. I mean, we stream it too, right. but I think younger people stream it more we're than we do. I think it's more 20, 30, because I'm 40, Probably. I'm 41, right? Like I remember a lot of those 80s songs on the radio. And hearing them, like, they're nostalgic for me to hear them. Yeah, you're probably right. It is probably a lot of, because there are a lot of 20-year-olds who like classic rock. Yeah. I mean, they really like it. Um, Of course, you know, generally their music is rap and hip-hop. But anyway, um, so I went through, there was a a stream that had every number one hit of the 1980s. And it's going through, and I'm going, oh, my God, where'd that song go? Where'd that (laughs) song go? But, But even more interesting was seeing how many gigantic, Gigantic hits Madonna had, and she isn't even in the top 2,000 streaming albums in history. She had none of the songs on the top 100 streaming songs of the 80s. And then you notice that there's a lot of other ones. And 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 if anything, that music is more like today's music. You'd think that they would... I mean, it's not the same, but... There's a lot of of funky music, a lot of R&B. Whitney Houston's another one who... Her music is not streaming all that well. There's one song that does really, really, really well. There's a few that do okay, but you know, compared to how huge they were at the time, the other one's yep. Janet Jackson. You cannot find Janet Jackson <laughs> in the streaming world. She doesn't. I mean, she has a couple songs that have 100 million streams, which is is good, but it's nothing like she was when you see her popping up uh, in terms of Billboard in yeah. the 80s. She has tons of hits, but they don't translate now. Um, there were a lot of other ones too, like, uh, one hit or two hit wonders who just completely fall off the map. Like, I don't know why I looked this up, but I looked up the Miami Vice theme, which oh was a number gosh. one hit. Oh, how was like, that a hit? <laughs> I don't know. Cause of the show, it had, it has 9 million streams. 9 million? 9 million. What? Um, uh, do you remember, this, remember a guy named Michael Damien, his song, Rock On? It was a cover of yeah, David Essex. Yeah, yeah. It has one million streams. Oh, one million. One God. million. Bobby McFerrin, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Mm-hmm. Don't Worry, Be Happy. Yeah, with, it's uh, not even in the top 200. With Robin Williams in the video. Oh, was he in the video? Yeah, him and that, uh, the guy from Sesame Street. Here's, here's a good laugh. Remember, remember the song by Billy Vera, At This Moment? No. That stupid song, bring it up. This moment, I want to hear it. I'm thinking of Shania Twain from this moment. It was a number one hit. It's got three million streams. <laughs> you can tell just No by one this. cares. It's horrible. Bored already. You'll remember. I know you'll remember this song. Probably not. Yes, you will. <laughs> what did oh, you God. <laughs> Told you. I would do at this moment. How did this song become a number one hit? How did that happen? It's totally rejected by everyone else. Chicks, probably, want this Chicks romantic thing. have a lot to be thing. ashamed of, Trudy. I know. <laughs> it's all your fault. This was, covered by, this was covered by Michael Buble. By the way, that guy's Ew. really homely. Michael Buble did this? 
Michael Bublé, by the way, can he go away, please? Oh, I'm sick of him. <laughs> He's all over that bubble commercial. What does he do? Is, he sings old songs, right? Like fucking covers. Yeah, pretty much. Christmas songs. But he does. He, he sings them in a suit and tie. I would say <laughs> Holding roses. I'm the Frank Sinatra of now, baby. I'm a crooner. That's enough Billy Bill. Cut it out. Uh, you know who else had had like three really big hits and they don't stream at all? Mr. Mister. Oh, I remember so Mr. Mister. <laughs> Bye. I don't remember the song at Bye, all. Bye, Mr. Mister. Uh, <laughs> Kyrie. Yeah, uh, broken one. Wings. Take these yeah. broken oh, wings. I liked Kyrie back in the day. Kyrie? Did you? It kind of rocked. Right. Back in the day. Back in the day. Well, it was a hit then. K Y R I E. Something about the time. It's, right? It starts with a K Y R I E. Yep. Oh, this is in MacGruber. This is when they're fucking in MacGruber. <laughs> <laughs> broken wings? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> perfect use for the song. That's the only good thing about the song. Wow, that's a really... Heady video, isn't it? In black and white, yeah. with people looking out windows. Yeah, <laughs> chicks thinking heavy thoughts. Chicks did this too. So take this time. Heart does not translate all that well with really? younger Heart? people. I don't know why. Yeah, I would think classic it rock, right? Yeah, it's not like a disaster, but it's they don't have the songs were bigger then than they are now I, as yeah, oldies. Yeah, I I kind of feel that. Do you play Heart on Wheels? Uh huh. Which they, ones? Um, Barracuda. Crazy Barracuda. Barracuda. Barracuda is the biggest Barracuda. song they have. Yeah. That does pretty well, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, this is one that I thought would be bigger. And actually, I looked them up because I was disappointed. And I found out that actually there's a lot of songs that stream pretty well, but none that stream like in the top like he was in the 80s. Billy Idol. Oh. I would think he would have like one, you know, billion streamer. He's like Rebel Yell or... Um, Eyes Out of Face Money. White Wedding. They stream like 200 to 300 to 100. Wow, he got a Money uh, Money. Yeah, I think that would be a bigger star stream. on the Hollywood Walk of Fame today. Yeah. It's his day. Okay, if if I gave you a choice of two bands, okay, let's say the Go-Go's and the Bangles, which one of them doesn't stream at all and the other one streams pretty well? Go-Go's. Bangles uh, stream. Bangles I would, stream. I would say the Go-Go's. Bangles do stream. Oh, Go-Go's like an do Egyptian. Not, the, yeah. yeah. Um, that's actually Eternal Flame does 275 million, Manic <laughs> Monday 196, and maybe it is uh, Egyptian with 196. Well, go Go's biggest is Our Lips Are Sealed 46 million. Can somebody tell me what happened to Terrence Trent Darby? Remember when he was the next? He was the next big thing, wasn't he? Uh, I don't know. He had three names and it sounded very. Okay, first of all, he changed his name, which was hard to remember in the first place. Arby. But I thought he had a couple good songs. What, what was his uh, Wishing, Wishing well? well? And he had another big song, too. Or good song. Uh, he changed his name to Sonata Matreya? No, he fucked himself. What? Dance was... Little Sister? I don't remember that. I just no, remember Wishing There's another well. good one. Um, Wasn't it hard oh, Sign Your Name. Sign Your Name was a pretty good tune. Sign Your Name, Sign Your Name. No one is around. I mean, they were, they were just sort of R&B songs. But anyway, I just kind of... That guy just disappeared. I mean, complete. He was, I think people were saying, oh, he's the new prince, Michael Jackson. He's the next big thing. But no, another 80s star that just is, doesn't, the younger generation have just completely rejected Gloria Estefan. Oh, yeah. Totally. I mean, she's out. (laughs) Dick Marks is another one. Uh, Oh, yeah. 
good. Steve Winwood doesn't stream oh, terribly a, well. I love Steve Winwood. And I like Steve Winwood, too. Um, new Kids on the Block. Yeah. I'm Hanging surprised. Tough. Oh. Hanging tough. 11 million we're streams. <laughs> Joey tough. Jordan. They were not hanging uh, tough at all. Danny, they were hanging Johnny. soft. Uh, hair bands don't stream very well. Poison, Mm-mm. Molly Crew. No. Uh, Simply Red. They I, they had like three number one hits in the 80s, and they, they don't do well. Uh, Bob Seger doesn't yeah, stream well. Yeah, but the lead well. singer is Simply Red. He gets he gets laid like laid crazy more than anybody. Yeah, else. he's a big he looks hose. Like carrot top. Too. He does. Oh, yeah. Trudy, God. he fucks everybody. And his who's oh, dating? He's who is, gross. Just if I saw your team photo, I wouldn't be surprised if he was. In oh there. God. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Hucknall. Because I think you think I like incredibly pink wieners. No, he just ends up in everybody's team photo eventually. Really? I don't know how he does Kinda it. It looks like this. Zeus. Wow. I read a story about him. He is a swordsman. He's a super swordsman. Swordsman. Helena Christensen, Catherine Zeta Jones. Oh my God. This guy's gone through everything. Steffi Graf. Steffi Graf. Oh my God. Bridget Nielsen. Bridget Nielsen. God, she bangs everybody. Who's in her team photo? That's oh. got, there has got to be like three team photos for Flava her. Flav a Flav. Flav. fit everyone in there. <laughs> I forgot about Mark Gastineau. Gastineau. Look at that picture. Look at Sylvester Stallone and Arnold back to back. Wow, she had a type. Sean, uh, Sean, Penn. Sean Penn. Sean Penn fucked Brigitte. Really? That had to be. I mean, because he's what? Five, seven, eight? Somebody, yeah, just, boy. Way, somebody sent me a story. Six foot? And Sean Penn was the main subject of the story. It was from December of 2022. So it was about a month ago. And he was saying that he thinks non vaccinated people should be jailed. <laughs> They should be forced to stay home, not work, or be jailed. Yeah, that was from over the holiday. Oh, speaking of that, uh, Lenny Dykstra made me think he's on a rampage saying uh, DeMar Hamlin was... Yeah, and the Vikings or the, uh, the Panthers player that died at 38. I mean, anyone yeah. dies under 40, Lenny Dykstra thinks it's the vaccine. <laughs> it's all the vac- <laughs> got vaccinated his third time the here's, seven days before. Here's Penn. When you hear a lot of the anti-vaccine rhetoric. Um, it, it's it's a cowardice of conviction. I, I think that it is no. It's questioning. It's questioning the narrative, Sean. Culture of common sense. Uh, that at this point, it seems criminal to me. Actually, I, I really feel that. <laughs> oh my god! Um, that, that, that if someone chooses not to be vaccinated, that they should choose to stay home, not go to work, <laughs> not have a job. These are, you know, as, as long as we're actually, all quite the opposite. They're out getting immunity. Look at China right now. If everyone so just stayed immunity. home. So much immunity. So China, You know what's happening in China? I mean, the people are literally being cremated on the streets. Yeah. So many people are dying because, because they were never exposed. They were never exposed. They, they developed immunity. no immunity whatsoever, and they had no vaccine. They were not satisfied with the vaccine, so nobody got vaccinated. So now everyone's just dying at once. Every person who has, you know, is uh, not in good health, older, gets COVID, or is compromised in some way. I mean, it, it looks, I'm surprised there's more reporting on it, to be honest. And their numbers are, they're saying, they're saying like, oh, I think it's like 9,000 a day are dying. No, it's way more than that. It's really? got to be. Why do people be they burning? They really do on the, street crema, crema t- <laughs> they have on the street crematoriums. No, they're like spontaneously burning them in their yards. And, on, and it's, yeah, oh, there's video yeah. of it. And it's pretty What? Yeah. yeah, it's brutal. Oh, my God. Um, so anyway, I had a few more from the 80s. Olivia Newton-John doesn't stream. Which I didn't never understood why those songs were so fucking popular at the time. Me either. Uh, the cars don't stream that well. Huh. Remember their videos were so big. It's their one song. My favorite song by that. Drive, Drive is the biggest. No, what's the second song? Just what I needed. 
No, the second. What have I think you it's had? the second song. You uh, may think it starts I'm with the crazy. clicking, like her her oh, heels dun, 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 dun. Um, since you've been gone, My since you've been gone, gone. yeah, yeah. Friends, since girl. you're gone, since you're gone. Love that Life song. is getting strange. Since you're gone, moonlight ain't so great. <laughs> <laughs> Lionel Richie doesn't stream. Kenny Rogers doesn't stream. Yeah. Oh, one of the biggest hits of the entire 1980s, Betty Davis Eyes. No, I get it. I totally get that it. That was an I Eli open. I thought it was kind of a cool song at the time. But I had to hear that for one trip we went up north with all these Polish. That song was so dominant. The summer of 81, wasn't it? Well, that's the year I was born, but it, this was like the summer of 2000, and this guy just kept playing Eyes, <laughs> or, Eyes Without a Face. Betty Davis Eyes over and over. We go to change it. No, leave it on. We're fucking listening to Betty Davis Eyes. Oh, <laughs> who is a soft person? All fucking weekend. This guy was like huge, too. Everyone was afraid of him. Jerry. I'll fight Shit, him. Jerry will beat the shit out of us. <laughs> um, Air Supply does not stream. Really? Yeah, I know. That made me happy. Surprise. Also, Chicago it and Peter... Mark's mom's house. Chicago and Peter Cetera. Neither one of them stream for shit. And they're all over the decade. They have number ones constantly. Not even the Karate Kid 2 song. What was that Peter Cetera song from Karate Glory Kid? of Love. I think you're right, yes. Is that it? God, those <laughs> songs are so bad. I, my theory is that people that really liked Chicago and Peter Cetera were so soft... That they just were not able to live very long. Mine is when, when Terry <laughs> kept taken down. They were, they were like part the Chinese, of the right? They're like people in China right now. They exactly. Just, just Good Chicago music died when Terry Kath Terry Kath accidentally shot himself in the head. At this tw- gun's at, not loaded. Look, boom. At twenty-five or six to four. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're old songs. They're, some of the early songs before they got okay, satirized that yeah. <laughs> weren't that bad. Okay, the the biggest hit of the 1980s. Anyone remember what the biggest hit of the 1980s was? The Thriller? The biggest hit. It's not Michael Jackson? No. Michael Jackson is one of the writers of this track. Paul McCartney? Oh, no, it couldn't be that. We Are the World. Oh! oh. It, was, it wasn't the top 100. I, what's, what's that band called that did We Are the World? What do they call the band? Is it Band-Aid or something? Uh, or is, it? is it Band-Aid or is that Geldof's deal? It's called USA for Africa. Yeah. Oh, USA for Africa. Okay, Band-Aid was the Christmas song. Catchy for... name. It's, it's the greatest video of all time. I, we have to watch it at least once a year. <laughs> it, is it only has 119. Yeah, it's sold is millions and millions. Yeah, it's, remember how many millions it sold? It sold like 20 million copies or something. Why would you buy that? I don't know because everybody played it. Everyone played it. Is this part of the Band-Aid thing where they gave money to... Yes. It was supposed to be for... Countries and they ended up buying arms with them and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, the money just got <laughs> basically flushed down the toilet. <laughs> Everyone gave money and they flushed it down the toilet. Spin did a big article about that in 86. and People hated it. Spin? They hated Spin for it? Yeah. When we heed a certain call... The song's going to have all those too. people it just in it. It sucks for having so many great people. It's terrible. Like Stevie. But the video is so watchable. Yeah. And remember, all the egos have been checked at the door. Right. That's, that's the most important thing. Paul Simon. Is that Kenny Rogers? Or? That's Kenny. Like Kenny Rogers towering over Paul Simon. Kenny Rogers, his face, he's not singing that hard as his face shows. <laughs> he's pushing his singingness. Is he interchangeable with Michael McDonald? Yeah. Visually, at least. That guy. Tina. Oh. <laughs> oh, her voice is great. Look at Billy Joel with all that hair. He's on deck. <laughs> the eyes don't look as big, as bulgy. That's true. Maybe he has Graves' disease. <laughs> There's Jackson's Michael. shoes. I think Jackson made this song a big, because it's Jackson yeah. and Lionel. Sure. And isn't Whitney on this? 
Isn't that Everyone's. the microphone? Oh, and Diana. Diana doesn't stream very well either. The Supremes do, but not her. I'm okay with that. Oh, Michael and Diana singing together. Oh, my God, that's so beautiful because he wants to look like her. <laughs> oh, how weird. Yeah. I think that's true. I think he did want to look like yeah. her. Yeah. I think Bruce is coming up, but I think he's the worst. Willie. Oh, Willie sounds good with anyone, in my Willie's opinion. stoned. I've seen Willie twice. I really enjoyed it. I really love Willie. It's pretty cool. Who's this? Dude. Is that James Ingram or somebody? Don't know him. We are. His whole face contorts. Bob Dylan comes in. It's pretty weird Eddie that Loggins? Bob Dylan comes in here. Steve Perry. I got to look at that hair. <laughs> Is that a wig? Got to move that. Daryl Hall. Daryl. They didn't invite Oates. No Oates. <laughs> no Oates is in there. Oh, that's why. Mike left sunglasses on for now. Because <laughs> he's indoors. Huey. <laughs> I can hear his dong. <laughs> his crank. Cindy. I think she overdid it. Wait. She's jumping when she's singing. Who's that? Kim Carnes, uh-huh. Betty Davis eyes. <laughs> we are Dan Aykroyd. Who's, who's the director? Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones. He's the one that checked right. all the egos at the door. <laughs> That's right. That's Steve Perry's stupid sweater. Oh my God, this thing. <laughs> Stevie. <laughs> Ray Charles was in there too. He had a cup of there's coffee. Oats. Oh, yeah, Ray Charles. There's a Holtz is there. He's not allowed within 20 feet of Hall. <laughs> Who's that guy with the mustache in the middle there? Who was that, Trudy? Oh, um, I didn't see him. Oh, Bob, Bob Dylan. Bob. Oh, holy shit. Just you and me. Yeah, I, I remember reading about this. Bob Dylan was so out of place at this. Like, nobody talked to him. He was just like, what am I doing here? Oh, yeah, there's a gif going around right now. Look at Dan Aykroyd. What am I doing here? What but, is uh, he doing there? <laughs> Who's that? Tree? Who is that guy? I, I don't know. Which one was it? He's in the middle. He's got a mustache, but I don't think it's Oates. <laughs> there's that guy. Harry Belafonte. That guy? Yeah, no. Kenny Loggins. Just show him again. Kenny Loggins' hair. Beard looks good Kenny, on him. Kenny Loggins' songs do really well now. Do they? Yeah, the soundtrack songs. I don't know. Probably because of Top Gun. Probably. You're probably right. Is Ray at the piano? He's got to be at the piano. Oh, right? he had a cup of coffee in his hand earlier. Really? Come on, let me hear you. We are the world. We are the world. <laughs> we are the world. to listen to this song so much. It was everywhere. MTV played constantly. It just goes on. I would fade it down at this point. 
Yeah, you could probably get away with that. Oh, it is. It's like a seven-minute song, isn't it? Jesus. I don't think they checked the egos at the door very successfully if this had to be seven minutes long to make everyone happy. And it looked like they did, like, multiple takes there, right? Because um, everybody would, a few like, takes. people were in different clothes and stuff. Who's that? Is that one of the Jacksons? I think that's one of them. Oh, oh, what Latoya. is she doing oh, there? LaToya! So that was that another was Jackson. Midler. So Jackson's weaseling family members in there. Now, uh, he didn't check that, his ego. I don't know who that guy was in the back there as they were panning by, but it looked like Jeffrey Dahmer was in there. That was Dan Aykroyd with oh, the glasses. I, yeah. <laughs> what, was that Lindsey Buckingham with the big hair? I think it oh, was. Yeah. Who's that guy? <laughs> Who is that dude? I have no idea. They're taking us out Actually here. Actually sings better than anybody else. Good pipes. Best sunglasses, right? <laughs> Wait, how can this refrain be longer than Hey Jude's? <laughs> uh, enough of that. Who were their yeah, mate? I, I didn't notice Bette Midler there in the far right in the bottom. <laughs> I think this is because we do this every year. We like every year we have to watch. Well, we have to do it at least USA once. USA for Africa. We are the world, and I think last year we made cringe of the week for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, because we we're like, hey, who's that guy? Who's that guy? Um, Bette Midler, <laughs> is it possible that Bette Midler and Joy Behar are the same person? Oh, yeah. They have the yes. same politics. They look alike. <laughs> They're the same. I think they are. <laughs> they are the same. Oh Who gosh. did that first? Was it Joy? You mean heterosexual look, men you know? voted the most support for kids doing football. Mm-hmm. And they sound the same. And too. conservatives were more likely to support youth tackle football. Just saying. What was that stupid uh. movie with wing, wind beneath? My wings, but her friend dying. Did you ever know that? Uh, wasn't. Or no, did Bette Midler die? It was with. Um, oh, Beaches. Beaches. Oh my God, was that movie horrible? I wanted both of them to die. <laughs> I really did. People were crying at the end of the movie, and I wanted them all dead. No, I never saw that movie. I did for some reason. Wait, what? When did that movie even come out? I think it was eighties. It was a big chick flick, and I think some chick oh, made me watch it. That explains why Brandon saw. Some yes, chick. I did see it. <laughs> some chick. Some rando. <laughs> So the alien ant farm guy uh, is in trouble. I mean, like hasn't uh, had yes, he is. He's being charged any more than one hit in his entire life. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. You know, I don't really know anything about Alien Ant Farm. I've heard of them. Do you remember the cover? You don't remember the. Uh, they the had two songs. Are you okay? They had two songs. Yeah, Annie, are you okay? And then the movies song. That, those were the only two. And smooth criminal. Smooth I, criminal. Well, yeah, smooth criminal. Like this okay, the, the lead singer is like reaching his hand out for this guy to, I assume, shake his hand or give him a high five in the front of the stage, and he grabs the guy's hand and puts it on his dick. <laughs> yeah, the here's guy the video. Pulls his hand back. Anyone it's really for penis? It's See, weird. Like grabs it. <laughs> what is what that? What is he doing? <laughs> Why did he do that? He needs a little weird. friction that's not his own hand. Just I guess so. Second. Need a strange hand. He's a smooth criminal. <laughs> so that guy, the guy who owns that hand, is suing him. It took him two weeks, though, to file So charges. now we're going to find out whose hand was on his dick. <laughs> I mean, he's forever going to be the guy whose hand was on that guy's dick. 
he can't get his penis hard no matter how much he tries. These things don't usually turn out well for the person. Like, remember the guy who Kevin Spacey put his hand down his pants? Yeah. Right? And then that guy, it was deleting stuff from his phone. He ended up having to drop the charges. His mom was the anchor in Boston. And it was yeah. like, uh, I think Spacey even put out there that he was hard when he put his hand down his pants. <laughs> so he ended up, he ended up not it's doing well spacey. with it at all. I went to Cancun when I was in college and... We were at the city, which is like the biggest club in the world. It can hold like two. Was Spacey people. there? No, he was not. <laughs> but Alien Ant Farm <laughs> was playing that night. What? Alien Ant Farm, and this is you know they were still semi big from. This the... isn't like kissing days. No, that was this is <laughs> Japan cover. This is before actually. Japan cover. Oh, wow. This is before that cruise. But got yeah, ripped I was, off. I was probably twenty one. And uh, anyway. You're Alien. in Cancun? Yeah. Alien. 21, you must have been out of control, because you're still out of control. <laughs> it, was, it was a pretty goddamn good time, I can tell you that. But in between every song, this, this Dryden Mitchell, the lead singer of Alien Ant Farm, he would stop for like five minutes just to tell everybody in the club that they need to be doing cocaine. Cocaine's the greatest <laughs> drug. What? Yeah, he, so he'd stop a song and just go into like, so who's got coke tonight? And they're yeah. Oh, so he wanted some drugs. And it was just like, cocaine's the greatest, everybody. And that was all I remembered from it is I heard movies, smooth criminal, and a lot of cocaine talk. Wow. Yeah, there have been, over the years, there have been a number of people who, from the stage, have asked for drugs. Uh, Johnny Thunders used to do it quite a bit. Really? Johnny Thunders was a huge heroin addict. Mm. And he did a few shows where, you know, he just had enough to get him through the show, and he... You know, didn't think he'd be able to cop afterwards because he was in another town. Mm. So he would request. And I think people usually came through for him. Well, they wanted the show to go on. Because junkies love Johnny. I mean, jo Johnny Thunders, a junkie punk rock is what I call that whole New York thing uh. in the late 70s, LAMF. And um, who else was in that involved? That was a that was a good band, actually. I like Johnny Thunders, but he was fucking nuts. And I, I've watched most of the live stuff from him <laughs> that's online. And it's fascinating because he can be really together, and he's really a, he's an interesting performer, but he can be a disaster, too. Yeah. Where really. it's like, wow, what's going on? Is his mouth really dry? He keeps licking his lips, like, every two <laughs> seconds when he's not singing. It's just really weird stuff. So, uh, Cardi B came out today, and I was really glad because I don't think anybody's <laughs> discussed inflation, but Cardi B has noticed inflation, and she had to call out. She had to call it out. I thought I thought this was oh, good. Thank God. Oh. Somebody has to say something. I, I honestly, when Cardi B talks, I I like it. She always <laughs> makes me smile. She's know. amusing. When I, I when I be complaining about food prices, and y'all motherfuckers be like, "Ain't you rich? Why you complaining about lettuce? Why you complaining about this?" That just goes to show me when you be when you become successful, you, call when you Maz, have Brandon. money, you gotta fucking you gotta go broke soon because y'all not budgeting. I get a summary of the money that's being spent in my home every week. She's smart. So when I'm starting to see that, like, groceries is, like, tripling up, it's like, hey, yo, what the fuck is going on? I want to see for myself what the fuck shit is being spent on. And, like, when I go to the fucking supermarket, like, I went to the supermarket, I'm seeing that everything tripled up. That, like, lettuce was, like, $2 a couple of months ago, and oh, now God. it's, like, fucking 7 Of course I'm going to say something. The fuck... Because if I think that shit is crazy, I could only imagine what middle class people or people in the hood is motherfucking thinking. So, yes, I'm going to say something. The fuck? And I have a big platform. So I do want anybody that's responsible of these fucking prices to put that shit the fuck down. They're going to see my shit. They might put it down. Put that shit the fuck down. You know what? She's right. 
people should, yeah, people should just lower the prices. Just lower the fucking prices. I don't care what you pay for it. Just <laughs> I mean, lower the fucking prices. Iceberg lettuce is $5 a head, and they're tiny, tiny little heads. No, Iceberg lettuce, the most common kind of lettuce. Yeah. Grocery shopping is it's, it's really depressing. difficult for people on a budget. And I was right telling now. Jim, we, we went out to eat, and the steak was like $110 for like a New York strip or a filet. Must have been a cheap restaurant. A ton. What? <laughs> it's very close to his window. If he doesn't answer. Hey there, guys. Maz. Oh. I was I just drew. saying, I knew you'd answer. <laughs> I just walked in the, just walked in the alleys. Oh, yeah, I we still had five minutes. I knew it was a close call. Uh, by the way, happy, Maz. Happy New Year. Happy New Year's, Maz. And you're brought to us by Legacy Partners. I can help you save money on your yeah. home and auto Call them at 586-209-4106 and be sure to mention the podcast. Maz, we were looking for, I'm sure you have some extremely hot take on Delmar Hamlin. Oh, I do. I'm very happy that uh, he has really turned the corner and uh, we can stop, hopefully stop worrying about him in another couple of days and he'll make a full recovery. I knew it. I knew that kid would make it. God you bless That's him. your hot take? It is. What were you That's thinking a, as you were watching the game, Maz? What was going through yeah, your head? Take us through your evening. Take me back. Sure, it was very emotional. Yeah. The first, the first thing I thought when he went down and they were going to a commercial, I thought I saw his arms and his legs move, and it reminded me of when Tua got hit about a month ago earlier on that same field. Do you remember that when he went into almost a convulsion? Yeah, yeah. that, was, that field concussion. is a jinx. There's so he's been, dead. There's yeah, been a lot of injuries that on that field. That field is a major jinx. <laughs> It is a major jinx. But then when they came back and they showed the uh, replay and I saw him like take a hit in the chest, not a bad, bad hit, but a hit in the chest. And then he went down. Then it scared the living daylights. And I'll be honest. I re I thought back to, uh, you know, I don't even want to say it. I thought back to, to Chuck Hughes. Chuck I, I really did. Did Daryl Stingley enter your mind at all? Daryl Stingley, you know, he took a dirty hit from Jack Tatum. That was a hit in the head and neck. And that, that's completely different. This so it did not like remind you of Daryl Stingley. Did it remind you of Reggie Darryl Brown Stingley at all? A, Reggie Brown, it didn't remind me totally of Reggie Brown because eventually Reggie Brown got the move and they got him out of there and uh, we knew he was okay. This, this, this took way too long and this was scary as hell, man. Two hours of just watching that straight. Was there a moment, Took the life out of it. Maz, did you have a moment where you were thinking, you know, this really sucks, but I do want the game to continue? <laughs> no. Right away, I said, this game is over. Did right you have away. any fantasy implications? Did over. you want it to be over? No, I didn't want it to be over. I want to see football every but single you, day. But could, you stop thinking, but could you stop thinking long enough about Delmar Hamlin to actually watch the game anyway? Well, yeah, if, if he went out of the game and he gave a thumbs up, I was ready to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was missing but if very much. I mean, when the ambulance came out, man, and there was no movement and, and it was like a pall over the stadium, you know, they weren't, they weren't going to play that game. And it, it turned out that uh, the Buffalo coach told the Bengals coach, look, man, I can't coach this game. I got to go to the hospital. So that's oh. why they basically called it. Did you call them calling it? I did. I told my wife right away. Right away. Oh, you should have tweeted over. it so we would know that you made the call. Now, I got to be honest. I got to be honest. You want to know who I felt bad for as well? Who? Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. They finally had a good game to call, and it got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know that was... 
painful listening to people talk for that time. There's just nothing. What can you say? I was worried was. about Troy too. Yeah. Listen, I would have told. I this is what I would have done. I, I said it. Why not put a sports center on at that point and then check back every? That's 10 what minutes? I thought. I know that was. I thought that was I obvious. Mean, why are you putting those people? Yeah. Why are you putting those people through that? There was nothing to say. Especially Man. when they were going from Booger to Adam Schefter, and they had oh, that was nothing. horrible. They had nothing. nothing to say. All they said, uh, no. could anything but Demar Hamlin. I guess we better stop talking then. Um, it was horrible. Maz, what about, okay, I, I'm trying to keep perspective on this, but it, it is important. Somebody has to answer for Delmar Hamlin's anti-gay tweets. Did you hear about that? Oh, I did not. I did not hear about that. Someone and, uh, has discovered uh, a number of homophobic tweets he had um, about oh, 10, 12 years ago. When he was 11 years old. <laughs> okay. Who, who, who dug that up? What Mr. Frog. Mr. Frog on Mr. Twitter. Frog did. Here's the thing, though. Nobody is talking about that. Unlike others in the past, that story kind of died. People were like, hey, listen, let's not talk about these bad tweets. When if it's a he certain, was loving, you said. I know, but Hater, hey, Josh Hader was fourteen. Yeah, what can Josh Hader? If Josh yeah. Hader almost dies, will he not? Can he take back his apology? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can. Why do people have to apologize for something they said when they were fourteen? That is so stupid. I can't even believe it. Honestly, Drew, this is this, I. I I've already said this already. I'm embarrassed to be a human. I am too. I know how you feel. <laughs> It's, ho- it's horrible. It's I mean, any other species would be far less embarrassing. How sad are we? I mean, really, how sad are we? Give it a break. Why it's does pathetic. everyone have to be fired and censored and canceled? Just shut the hell up. Mind your business. <laughs> you know, what happened to minding your business? Nobody minds their yes. business anymore. No. They want everyone fired. They're so jealous of everybody. Do me a favor. Just mind your business, please. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. What what is that though? How when did we how did we get to this tattletale world where people love telling on people and they love I mean, getting people fired? People are so mean, man. They really are. That's why I stay in my bubble. <laughs> I don't blame you. At the bowling alley? Nobody was mean. Your Nobody was mean in the seventies. No, it's a much meaner. <laughs> the world is a much meaner place. There's no question. And as a boomer, I really it's feel horrible. it. I've Nobody never been, was mean in the 70s. I never felt my generation was so under attack until the last five years. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> uh, how's it going at Woodward Sports? Oh, my God. It's going really well. Really well. You know, just started the new year. We'll see uh, We'll see Chad next week. He'll come and visit us. And uh, I think we're all, we're all doing pretty well, I think. I think uh, this, everything is trending upwards. No question about it. Oh, good. I saw that um, we get Ryan back next week. Ryan's on vacay this week, so we'll get him next week. Get him back. Get the team back together. How? And how, uh, I'm still not over the I'm not over the Michigan loss yet. I truly am not. Real quick, Drew. Do you know who this man I'm, that's on the computer screen is? Who is that? I want you to know who this is because Tom Mazaway has finally told me who the man that administered CPR to Demar Hamlin was, <laughs> and it's this guy, He's a hero, Denny Kellington, Don Clyburn. How many likes did Maz get for that tweet? Oh, tons. 16. Wow. Who? What's the comment? There's I one get comment. No, listen, oh, I get no love man? on Twitter, and that's okay with me. I just no. do my own. My I own think you have a fantastic, you're one of my favorite followers. In fact, Jim Parsons223 said CPR is a great skill to learn. You never know. It could save someone's life. <laughs> there you go. 
Thank you. Thank you, Brad. That's the kind of social media that we need. As maybe you should unblock some of the people that you've blocked, and then you'll have more play. No. As a matter of fact, I went on a block party on on New Year's Eve. I went on a block party on New Year's Eve. Really? Miss, how many people do you think you've blocked all together? I don't know, but the Michigan hate on on, on Saturday, the the laughing Uh, at me and laughing at our friends, uh, that was it. I I went and went on a block party again. I hadn't blocked anyone in a long time. Now, have you unblocked any of the people you've blocked? Yes, I've unblocked one person. I can't remember his name, but he was nice enough to write me on the uh, Woodward Sports chat one day oh. and stayed on me. <laughs> and I went back, and uh, he apologized for his disparaging comments about Derek Jeter. That's nice. <laughs> I've, received, I've received messages myself from people that are like, hey, can you ask Mass to unblock me? I have many. <laughs> he have unblocked many. me in 2012, and I don't remember why, and stuff like that. <laughs> um, Maz, what are your thoughts on the Michigan football game? Oh, that's so good. Yes. Oh, God, help us. Well, Drew, I'm sorry I missed you. The guy was talking on the last week. Okay, well, uh, let me ask you about Jim Harbaugh first, and then I'll ask you the Michigan game. What oh, do you think about this Jim back. Harbaugh? He's coming back. What? Yeah, did you see? He tweeted Fuck about an Jim hour Harbaugh. ago. Michigan football tweeted it again. Why did he announce it now? Hey, Why did he announce back. it? Why did he ever allow it to be considered that he might not be back? Well, he still writes it kind of... Uh, Vaguely, but uh, the comments are, as I've said before, I'll, I'll answer this again. Uh, I know you're looking that I'm getting these offers from the NFL. I don't but think he is. I really, I you really think, think he he's getting offers? Because if he doesn't want to leave, then why would he be not taking one of the offers? There's he, reports of multiple offers, not just one. Multiple. I, I heard the Panthers were offering him big bucks just a couple of days ago. Oh, I thought they just talked to him. I mean, yeah, I thought he. It sounded to me like it, it sounded to me like he was actually the one going to teams looking for the for, for an NFL job. And I know last year, like he interviewed with the Vikings, and they didn't hire him. Well, here's the way I look at it: He's up there now. How how old is Jim? He's in his fifties, right? He's almost sixty. Six, yeah, he's almost sixty. That's almost a dinosaur now in the NFL. So if he doesn't take the job this year, I, I can't see them ever hiring him again. Well, he said that he was never going to leave Michigan after last year. Remember, he came back and said, okay, this is where I'm going to be. I know. It is the NFL, Drew. 32 jobs. Remember when Roy Williams? Colts offer him something. Colts are a pretty nice team if they get a quarterback. Right, right. However, Mark was talking about this, and and I believe he's got, Harbaugh's got children who are very young and that are in school, and it's one of those things like you don't want to pull your kids all the way out of that school. Uh, they'll school. be fine. Yeah, that's why Harbaugh's never moved before. And then Mark, <laughs> let me know that he went to the same school as uh, Jim Harbaugh. Not just college, but also elementary. Um, what about the game, Maz? What about the TCU game? Uh, that was a terrible game. I mean, the, the the Michigan stunk. Their defense was was invisible. Jim didn't play, didn't have the best play calls. And the referees were abhorrent. They were the worst fucking, sorry. They were the worst referees I've ever seen in a, in a game. The worst. That's what I just said. I'm telling you the truth. That's um, the truth. I've watched a million of them. I've seen some bad referees. Those were horrible. They were not Those very were good. horrible calls. Which calls are you talking about specifically? Roman I'm Wilson. talking about the touchdown that the wasn't. Touchdown I'm talking and, about uh, at the end of the game. Yeah. The targeting at the end of the game. Yeah. That's the target. They're at midfield. 30 seconds to go. Led with his helmet. They, they were not at midfield. They were on the 25-yard line. 
where the yeah, targeting put happened. 15 more yards up. They were like on the 30-yard line. It would have been on the 45. 15-yard um, penalty. Yeah, although they advanced the ball that they couldn't advance. I understand. The quarterback has to advance the ball. That play would have been blown dead. I wonder how that would so have what, worked out in the end. Offsetting? Would it have been offsetting penalties? I'm not sure how that would have worked, True. to be honest. It's still a penalty on the defense. You still The game can't end on a penalty on the defense. But there's oh, a penalty what? on the offense, too, isn't there? Doesn't a quarterback have to advance that ball in the last two minutes okay. if the ball hits what the court? The quarterback so, fumbles. Even if they're offsetting, at least, at least it was, even if it was offsetting, you get another shot at it. I but really the play would have been over. The ball up 15. Yeah, I don't know. Maz, they didn't move very far in the first four plays, so I don't know why they would have moved it much further at that point. Because I actually was excited. Anyway, no. When they got the ball, I thought, I think they're going to get down there. I don't know if they're going to score, too. but that, the last four plays were horrible, and they had a... Hey, they have a, uh, how about when he didn't call timeout, man? I mean, he let like what the two fuck minutes, was a minute that? and a half go off the clock. That who was does, horrible. Who does that? His dad was yelling at him. Uh, yeah, I know. That was horrible. Yeah, I don't I, get that. I don't know. All. You know, it's weird. They they have not played well in bowl games, and I don't really know why, because they just played. I know. It just seems like they have no defense. I can't remember the last time they played good defense in a bowl game. They have great defense. All year, they're number one. Yeah. And then they know, have, eighty yards a week, 80, eighty yards a game. They were giving up on the, on the ground. What'd they give up? Three hundred. Yeah, I don't think it was that many, but it was. I mean, the backup running back had one hundred and sixty. I think. Yeah, yeah, it was the, terrible, man. How about the play when they got close? They got within uh, six at the end, and then no, it was yeah, even closer than that. I think they were within three. four. Well, they didn't win and three. Then they, they, the little dump pass cut goes seventy-five yards with no defenders on the right side of the field. Just one guy. Yeah, what that, the hell happened there? That seemed like the kind of play that Michigan runs on their offense, where the guy gets through the line and there's no one left. Jesus, man. Yeah, that was weird, it and sucks. that was a that was a hell of a pass. Like I say, he was under a lot of pressure. I know that kid's good. I, I like him. He is. So, what do you give them a shot in the championship? They're thirteen point underdogs. I I gotta take them. Are they third? I gotta take them. Georgia didn't didn't show me anything. I know Ohio State was a good matchup for them. It was a good matchup. I, I, I would take TCU. I would take them. I say I thought Ohio State played a lot better than I thought they would. Ohio State should have won. Yeah, they should have. They cho- kicker Ryan choked. Ryan Day dogged it at the end of that game. Those plays, he he was just playing not to lose at the end of that game. Uh, you know what was interesting about that game was I remember when Ohio State played Michigan. I thought, you know. If I was Ohio State, I would have T.J. Stroud do a couple of runs up the middle or just, you know, sort of the, you take the snap, delay, and just take off because Michigan really hasn't played many running quarterbacks, and he never he didn't hardly run in the Michigan game till the very, very end. But in the Georgia game, he had some great runs. He sure did, man. You know what? He's moved up on my list. I didn't think he was... That really that good. He impressed the hell out of me the last the, the, that game. No way. He wasn't good against Michigan, but he was superb against Georgia. Yeah, he played very well. Um, all right, Maz. Any uh, you want to predict the uh, Lions Green Bay scenario? Who's going to win that game Sunday night? Oh man. Hey, if they don't play the Cincy game against the, the Cincinnati, they're and the voting Philadelphia on it. Demar, Demar Hamlin has not decided if he wants a game to be completed Com- yet. The competition <laughs> if, committee if is voting decides, right now. Are they? Yeah. If he decides he doesn't want that game to be played, which it will not be, uh, they might add an eighth playoff team. That's what pro football talk, and that's uh, Mike Florio, what he wrote. They might add an eighth team. That would give the Lions a win and you're in chance. That's what they're voting on now, but but that seems unlikely. 
because then the players' Probably. union would Probably. have to be involved, and supposedly that hadn't yeah. happened. But Maz, can will the I Lions got, I, win I, at Green Bay? You've been psychic for the last I, I, month. I don't. I don't think so. You think they're going to lose the game? I don't think so. Okay. I well, think that, they're going to lose. It's I over. think they'll give it their best. I just think Green Bay is is better at this point. The way they're playing, uh, their running game is great. The defense is much better now. I think they got it. Uh, I, I hate it. I hate to say it, but I just don't see a line win. What's happening with Seattle, L.A.? I think L.A. can hang with them and maybe pull an upset with my man Baker Mayfield. Oh, so I, think man? I think they do. I think it'll be a good game. I got a hunch. I got a hunch the Rams can win that game and then the Lions still lose to Green Bay, which yeah. is a killer. Right. Will, will it be a good game, or will uh, Rodgers just tear up their defense? I know. Well, Rodgers had his worst game ever, remember, yeah. against them at, at Ford Field? Terrible. He, he's not going to do that again. There's no way. Lions are 1-8 on Sunday nights. I know Ooh. it's the old Lions, but it still <laughs> sucks. All right, we'll see. I'm sure your team's rolling, uh, warming up. And, uh, Maz, I want you to bowl 600 we're series. Up right now. All right, Maz, go hey, get him. I came up. I, I had a 725 series uh, a couple of weeks ago. Wow, what? Nice. All right, good luck, Maz. Happy New Year. Thanks, Drew, Trudy, Jimmy, <laughs> Brandon, and uh, Mark somewhere out in the space. Happy New Year. <laughs> see you guys next week. Bye, Maz. Hey, Legacy Partners for your life insurance needs. Ask them about life insurance. Okay, you got it. Cool. You know who you want to talk to? Jack Russell. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Talk to Jack Russell. (laughs) He's a good dog. See you guys. Bye, Tommy. See ya. See ya. Um, So I went to the gym the other day. It is packed with people, packed with human beings. Sweaty newbies trying in vain to get that chiseled look after a year of not working out. By February, they go away, which is great for me. But if you looked in the mirror and you didn't like what you saw, Quicker Solution is 44,000 sit-ups strapped with Evolve, the non-invasive way to tighten abs, arms, and legs at Dr. Rush's office. Or contouring your facial lines, your chin, uh, your jawline with Evoke. And the beautifying specials are amazing at Dr. Rush's office. Check them all out before and after on Instagram and Facebook and at drroche.com or call them. Or a consult, whether it's breast, a Brazilian butt lift, lipo, facial surgery, Botox, Diva. Breasts. He does it all, and he does it all well. Breasts. Breasts. Reshape, tighten up, get a fresh start in the new year. Call for a consult, 248-338-1110 at the offices of Dr. Roche. And if you want to feel better every day on the job, you know, you're sitting there, you just need something that helps you get through the day. Well, it's Next Evo Naturals. It helps you get ahead of stress. So you get a little uh, CBD action with the Next Evo Naturals, but none of the buzzy stuff. It just is a great stress mitigator. And um, it's it's one of those things that it's the right kind of CBD, 30 times better absorption in the first 30 minutes. So if you really, you know, like coffee is not doing the trick, that's what you do. Go to um, Next Evo Naturals. N-E-X-T-E-V-O dot com slash podcast. Code Drew for Next Evo Naturals. Check that out. Yeah. And um, big financial decision. This Luke Nowacki. We've already defeated Nuke. Nuke. <laughs> did you get a Christmas card from Luke, by the way? No, I did not. No, oh, my God. And now hilarious. I'm upset that yeah. I didn't. Me neither. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Thanks, um, Luke. <laughs> you're the best, Luke. That didn't hurt. It was a very humorous Christmas card that uh, he put out there. And if you want to... 
Get that Christmas card and all of the great things that Luke offers. Call him at 248-663-4748. That card sounded funny. Um, I can't remember what it was, but it was like the world on fire or something like that. And what, you know, guy with a, his arms up with a question mark over his head, like, what's going to happen in the new year? And, of course, reassuringly, Luke inside saying, come see me. Is there a picture of him uh, in no. a suit? Like, <laughs> I know, but he... Superman? No, he's, he looks good suited up, though. Yeah, really he's does. always suited up. Yeah, yeah. Except when he comes to the um, uh, the Facebook fan page. Oh, he's meetings. Not? No, Luke gets uh, kind of you know, like loose. Casual. There. Yeah, very cash. Very cool. <laughs> Don't wear that outfit again. <laughs> you guys see Debbie Stabbing now is hanging it up. She's not going to run for re-election in 2024. Stabby. Stabby. So now everybody's going uh, to scream about who can steal her seat in 2024. What's up, Stabby? Why? She's, well, she said her mom was 97. I think Stabby's 98. So <laughs> it's uh, just one of those things. I'm, I'm so uninterested in Debbie Stabenow. It's beyond comprehension. You got to give Stabby. We only got two senators. Come on. You got to give Stabby credit. She's been in there, man. She's been kicking for a long Should time. Should you tell me two important things that she's done, she's gotten accomplished? Um, oh boy. Um, <laughs> there's so many you just can't pick. You can't pick just one. Jim, can you name one? No, not one. I can, I, not, I can remember one thing with Stabby, and it this better be big. It wasn't. A, wasn't about. <laughs> wasn't about her accomplishments, though. What? Uh, something about Mr. Stabby. Mr. Stabenow? Mr. St- Tom Ath- Ooh, Tom? Wait, this is the only thing you can think of about Debbie Stabenow. I, I, that's the thing that stands out. But or she was Dennis. <laughs> she um. She was in there defending us uh, against um, high interest rates on credit cards. You don't remember when? Oh, yeah, that was incredible. I remember that now. Do you remember you <laughs> two, 2011 to 2015, she chaired the Senate Agricultural Committee? <laughs> you oh, that was great. Yeah. No, that was one of her great moments. That's one of my favorite things. Hey, she was the first woman and youngest person to date to chair that board. Wow. Pretty cool. According to the World Wide Web. I, I'm seriously, I'm so absolutely tuned out on anything political. <laughs> like this, I have no idea why they can't name a, a Speaker of the House. I have no idea. Yeah. All I know is that they keep voting. I, I, it's like, it seems like it's when you're playing your little brother in basketball and he wins. And you go, oh, two out of three, two out of three. And then he wins the second. Time. No, three out of four. How many times can you lose an election and still keep insisting that you should win? I think it's eight times and so far. So, how long are they going to do this? Oh, ten. I mean, is it, why? Why isn't this embarrassing? Why isn't this so embarrassing? Somebody says, "No, let's stop. Let's." McCarthy has start lost over. his tenth speaker vote. It's the longest battle since 1859. A farce in Congress. A farce was Lincoln there? farce. A farce. Okay, I'll accept that. Um, I saw that. Uh, let's see. Whitmer was interviewed today, and she was oh, cool. crying because her husband has been Literally forced. Literally crying? No. Oh, okay. He's been forced to retire early. And the reason is From what? because of all the death threats that he was getting during COVID. When oh. people wanted to kill her, I guess they wanted to kill him too. And he felt it was unsafe for his staff and patients. So he's giving up his biggest earning years, the last seven or eight years of his career, he felt he had to give that up for the safety of his patients and his staff. He could start a, a grass-cutting company or something like that, lawn service leaves, maybe? Leaves. Yeah, yeah leave-raking. Yeah. He's good at that. He doesn't complain at all, according to uh, Whitmer, but it shows how the threats that people are so cavalier in making take their toll wow. because he had no choice but to end his career. Yeah. Had a choice. He decided 
to end his career. People got really pissed off at him for being the hypocritical person who was leaving. Oh, he's trying to get their doc put in during COVID. Remember that one? Said, yeah. No, no, it's just a big joke. <laughs> he had to rake his leaves up in their second house up north. Yeah, but he was outside. That's rules for thee, but not for we. Outside, we were still six to ten feet apart outside at that point. Just like when she flew on a private jet to Florida when nobody else could fly. For her mom? She, yeah, for her, no, her dad, who, her dad, by the way, sorry. is fine. I mean, supposedly he was like two <laughs> days from dying then, and he couldn't clean up his house. Thing and I they don't have any money, even though he was the head of Blue Cross for a long time. Oh, poor Gretchen. So she had to, she had to do everything. Yeah, I don't want to be the CEO or the, the head of Blue Cross Blue Shield because I know they don't take care of their people. No, either. they must have paid him shit. If she had to go down there. And then uh, what, what I don't understand about that whole thing about him going up north is they were saying don't go anywhere, but right. I, I could not see how they were going to enforce that. From the beginning, even back That's then, what I I'm thought, like, Trudy. no, it was unenforceable. I get in my car and drive somewhere. Are they but if the governor's husband doesn't follow that rule, how could they ask anyone else to do it? Well, well, yeah. But I remember that time everyone's going like, well, I can't go anywhere. I'm like, why not? You have a fucking yeah. car. You can, you can go. Who's gonna? Although they badged us at work so that if we ever got pulled over, we can say we were. Oh we really? Were like, yeah. I have to say, I'm essential. I'm on the radio. Looking back on that, <laughs> I, I cannot believe how stupid. All of it was. I mean, yeah. at the very beginning, obviously, it was, you know, nobody really knew what the fuck to do. But as it went on and on and on and on, and now the stupidity continues. Um, today, there was a story about all the colleges that are insisting that students have to be up to date with their COVID vaccinations. I'm like, uh, what? You rip these people off for ridiculous tuition that goes up every year, even though you've got billions of dollars on the side. And then you're forcing 20-year-olds to get vaccinated with their eighth booth So booster? then there will be uh, liberal and conservative colleges. Conservative colleges won't make you do it. Liberal will. And then there's going to be fights there. Yeah, there, there will be some of that for sure. They can't really do that, though. No, I would think, aren't they, aren't they just fake vaccine cards all over the place by <laughs> yes. now? It's probably like getting a fake ID for an 18-year-old. <laughs> this is nothing. May I? May, uh, well, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> and then a uh, Michigan Supreme Court justice, get this, hired as a clerk, someone who was in prison for 14 years for robbing a convenience store and then shooting at cops as he got away, and that person was forced to resign today. <laughs> that was not not a great idea for the Michigan Supreme Court justice to hire a someone who's shot at police. <laughs> um, and then no one, no one vets anything. There's or a. Did he? There was a story in Rochester, wait, Rochester, Rochester Road, where this 22-year-old was hit and killed by a, oh, yes. a BMW Soft. 3 Series, and they, you know, they said, and I was like, I don't know, they know this. They said they thought the driver was a female of Asian oh. descent yeah. in her mid-30s. So did they catch that car at a gas station before that, or something? They just had breaking news about that. They did they catch the person. Channel Four, what? Trudy, why are you watching the TV? Well, I, it was on his television. I'll hit the rewind button. <laughs> I was going to get in trouble for watching, so I looked away. I know you were reluctant to reveal that because <laughs> you had to confess your lack of attention. <laughs> no, this is a young kid. He just walked. Trudy, how are you going to focus on the Bobbitt health story? <laughs> <laughs> I concentrate better earlier in the day. <laughs> no, you do have a long day. It's ridiculous. What time do you get to wheels? About 8.39. Oh, my God. Mm. By the way, we are on wheels Saturday morning and Sunday morning from 7 to 9. You're damn right we are. In fact, I had a lot of people that were happy with what wheels put together because, you know, we were off, you know, for a couple weeks there. Oh, and, and we so, supplied. So oh. WLLZ obviously had to play some evergreen material, and they were playing Jack Goggin. 
Oh, really? <laughs> so I recently yeah, the made the cut. Uh, yeah, a lot of people kept. Oh man, I heard about. I heard Goggin. They're they're all geeked about it. So did you um did you send Bobbit over? Bobbit. Bobbit. The interview with oh, Bobbit from this week. Oh. Wow, oh, yeah, of course I did. Yeah, Bob, it'll be on WLLC. Oh, good. Okay. He's yeah. a great interview. By the way, uh, he is. He's, a, he's one what? of the best. What? Um, Jim, I was trying to think. Now, you, of course, know of Bob, but like people, do you think people 10, 15 years younger than you know all about Bob? I, I really don't think so. Like, it was such, I was so young, but it was such a big, and it was funny. It was a huge story. It 13, was 14 years old, hearing about a guy getting his dick cut off. Like, yeah, I know. What? I feel like. People who are twenty now can't possibly realize how what a no. big deal that was. No, no matter how many how many specials have been on, I I just don't think they know they don't know the story. And he was the perfect guy to have it happen to. Too. He was perfect. <laughs> he played the role perfectly. He still does. He was so happy to have his dick back. And then he did porn. So he happy he f- wrote a song about it. Yeah. Oh or, my god, that's oh, John C. Riley got John C. Riley to sing it. <laughs> I was laughing. Can we play that again, by the way? I was thrilled by that song. John I couldn't... C. Riley. John made a lot of Hollywood connections because he was working with the hedgehog in porn <laughs> and he was working at the Bunny Ranch. And apparently he and John Riley are tight. Damn, which song was it though? <laughs> it was My Dingling. Uh... Yeah, my dingling. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Wasn't it Spotify, on, uh... he's gonna have thirteen listeners this month because we'll be on there twice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mark heard it. Didn't he play it off uh, How did Spotify he not find or? the Bob Rivers one? The Bob Rivers one's right here. Nope, that's not it. Yes, it is. Cuts, cuts like a wife. It's not the one. Yeah, this is a different one. Jeez, sorry. Yeah, wrong one. Sorry for playing the one we were looking for yesterday. I think, he, I think Mark was looking for... Um, cuts like a wife. Yeah. Cuts oh, like a wife. I see, I see. The Bob Rivers version. Do you have YouTube music over uh, Mark, there? Mark, right? I think you got off Spotify. Just go to Spotify. Because oh he said there were 12 it. listeners or 12 monthly listeners, so he must have been talking about <laughs> Spotify. How, how does that work? Like, do the same 12 people have to listen to it? or any Whatever 12 go, they, they tell you that 12 went there. <laughs> you got to give me a minute here. This is, is, it, is it possibly... don't do it on this computer, so... You can't get into Spotify? I am. Just give me a second. Jeez. Okay. Amazon Music. Seems, seems like it should be that do, hard. Do you think uh, Bob... It, Listens to it every day when he wakes up. I don't probably because John C. Riley is on the track. I mean, gets, I think that's so cool that it it's his up. only song too. <laughs> this is so fucked, Brandon. When you're doing something, I can see it on the screen. When Mark's doing it, I can never One see it night, on the screen. I was lying in bed. I woke up to find that I was missing my head. I didn't know whether to cry or scream. All I knew is I was missing. My ding-a-ling. <laughs> My ding-a-ling. Lost ding-a-ling. Jimmy, well, they got John C. Riley. 100%. I love it. <laughs> My ding-a-ling. My ding Slice ding-a-ling. It's so badly Why done, it's entertaining. My ding-a-ling. And I love the flub at the end. That is so the voice. To the hospital. It's a terrible track that it's... Doctors and nurses, they all had a ball. Yeah, they did. When they were recording uh, um, Boogie Nights, they... Laid down a couple extra tracks. That's what he Must did. have been, yeah. No Marky Dingle Mark's Lane. probably playing bass. I'm dying to know if that's really John C. Riley. It does not. sound incredibly <laughs> like him. Definitely not John C. No, I think it is. You can understand. You guys are selling Bob it short. 
<laughs> until he heard. That's hey, John C. Reilly. Right 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 He's just uncredited. <laughs> it's not John, because John comes up at the end and sings one line, and it's like, no, that rest that song was not you. Right. Yeah. Clearly not him. I'm so glad I found my ding yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the trial, they accused me of wrong. I said, who's the one without a ding-dong? They said, son, don't worry about a thing. Where did he fucking record this? Where said, did hey, he, like, never lay down really this track? <laughs> Mark thinks they added hiss to it afterwards because it does have a little hiss on it. You gotta put some hiss on there. <laughs> that sounded like Justin. You know, I'm so glad I found my dingling. Yeah, we know. Then came the folks who said I was bad. They said I deserved all this luck that I'd had. Who's the chick from Boogie Nights that's on this track? Um, Let me ask you. Heather Grams? No, it's uh, uh, like Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. Yeah, Julianne. I, I recognize her voice. <laughs> my jingling. My attached jingling. I think he's making the words up as he goes along. I'm pretty sure. It's pretty good, then. God, I'm glad I got my back to take my Oh! Uh. <laughs> That's where he messed it up. Got, Let's hear that again. <laughs> God, I'm glad I got my back to my back to my I can't believe they loaded that on Spotify after that. Here comes the final line of the song where Drew believes it's actually John. Well, yeah, this is where he comes in. It's like, what are you guys doing? To try and take credit. I want to see you get your dingling cut off. Yeah, that's a tough thing, getting her dingling cut off. It's so glad to have that. I made a movie. I did everything with my dingling. I'm selling t it's unnecessary. It's like Guns N' Roses. Robin's got a fling with my ding-a-ling. It was. That's why he got credit for it. Wow. Hey, go to Bob Rivers, by the way. Bob Rivers has a lot of his Looney Tunes on here. Oh, on the 80s? Oh, no. On no, ones on, that, uh, that... Spotify. I know we've looked for some of these we've, over time. We played uh, Bob Rivers' Christmas Carol. On wheels? On wheels, yeah. Which one? Go back, go Probably beyond the Christmas days, songs, and he's got uh, like best of two best of discs, I think. What's playing upstairs? God, of... <laughs> Feed the world. Oh, it is. I hear it. Oh, Band Aid. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. the worst Christmas song. Bob Rivers. Uh, let's see. It's on Twisted Tunes compilation. They got the best of compilations. Let's see a little bit. Uh, tested phrase. I'm just singer in a Holiday Inn. Got to smoke cannabis. When a man I'd never it. heard. Um, well, bowel moves. Bowel moves is pretty good. <laughs> wrong foot amputated is really good because that was got the wrong foot amputated. That was one <laughs> some guy. They amputated one. the wrong foot. Yeah. The surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> and that he got the wrong foot amputated. <laughs> Crank it. <laughs> I wonder what Officer Furman, what song is it's that? It's not that good. I listened to it. The doctor had compassion. He tried to cure my disease. I was sweating on the way to the op room. Gave me sedatives to put me at ease. They put me on a gunny in a hospital gown. They gave me anesthetic and they stepped my legs down. You won't feel a thing is what the doctor told me. We're gonna whack it up, whack it up. 
foot amputated. Hey! You should have cut the other knee. Take a bow. He got the wrong foot amputated. Hey! Now, what's funny about this compilation CD? You all right over there, Jim? Uh, no. Delay. Keep going. Keep going. So there's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's got the plays on it, and there's one, there's one that blows this entire compilation album out of the water. Oh. They're all like around 40,000, except this one, which has millions. Let's see. Oh, what if God smoked cannabis? Yeah, this was a popular one. Yeah. I like this song, too. Joan Osborne. I don't think had... I've ever heard the old man is on the commode. If God had long hair oh. and a goatee, and if his eyes were pretty glazed, <laughs> if he looked spaced out, would you buy his story? Would you believe he had an eye? Just because of the word cannabis. Like, yeah, I guarantee probably. people are searching weed. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, God looks baked. That's the one yeah, you, you mentioned, Drew, on the commode? Yeah, Is that on the first one? Good. It's on this one. Yeah, yeah, oh, maybe it's on the other one. Oh, Strawberry Dude. Rehabs Forever is on here. <laughs> Remember Strawberry Rehabs Forever? Yeah. Oh, my God. They're so good. That's the Strawberry Fields Forever. That's not bad. They're so true to the original. Oh, yeah. Oh, they were great. I think Bob's still doing Dar a few. Daryl Strawberry yeah, Rehabs. Strawberry yes. Rehabs Forever. <laughs> Let me take you down to Yankee Stadium where <laughs> Strawberry <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> While making drug deals <laughs> And nothing seems to dry them out Strawberry rehabs forever Now I want to hear this one because this is another hey, Beatles Play for strawberry rehabs Why cutting that off? I cut it off at the first All right. Why can't we play a fucking minute long song? <laughs> I played a minute of it all right, whatever. I don't care. You ruined it. I don't want to hear it anymore. If he can hit 293. Wow. And he won't come down because he loves his toot when strawberry feels. He's making drug deals. As long as he can hit him out.
Hello, Death Star, man. Look, man, I told you, you have to call me to the game, man. Hey, look, I probably ought to go there to fly ball coming, man. <laughs> right, I'll call you later, man. Why don't three inch tool get more? Three inch tool is always one of my favorites. Asshole Son is one of the best. I wanted to hear this one because I've never heard it before. (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard this one either. This is making fun of the Beatles. This song, yeah. I thought a turd was gonna be freed. That's what I thought. <laughs> Free as a turd is what I thought it would be. Hmm. Now I've listened to all of these. Um, wow. The rice you love me do. <laughs> we made Michael Jackson one rich mother. John. That's a good McCartney. We use my as a crush. These guys are good. And now we feel so cheap. So Why did people hate this song? It was so much cuz I love I don't think people hated it. I think some people hated it. I think people that don't like the Beatles made fun of it. Uh, I think it, a few people didn't like it, but was, a lot of people liked it. It wasn't the people that loved the Beatles thinking it was like Well, it's not one of their best tracks. No, I mean, but it was it, <laughs> he made the methane He got the sports page folded on his bended knee. He made it smell like something died. Hey, Mr. Tidy Bowl. <laughs> you better jump and run. You got to hide it. I don't know. The old man is on the commode. I'd never heard you don't smell like flowers, but the Song is so fucking bad. Really? Well, Neil Diamond and oh, Barbara yeah. Streisand. Ugh. The three-inch tool was always popular, and like when he gets out of the pool and it's a one-inch tool. There's so many that <laughs> aren't on here. That's always my favorite part. But he does have he has a Spotify. I wonder how much money Bob makes off these. What are the Christmas songs? Do they have tons of. Uh, oh, they have a listens? ton of listens. Yeah, yeah, that's the most ones. It looks like these Christmas ones. Goodbye, Dingaling. Uh, there's another Santa Claus. It's hundreds of thousands for a lot of them. It's Half 12. a million. Didn't I get this? Last oh, twelve year. panes of Christmas, three point two million. Because wow. Bob always claims he doesn't make any money off this these records. I what? really had a hard time believing that. <laughs> I think it had something to do with Zip claiming ownership. Really? <laughs> <laughs> that was my personal opinion. So he didn't want to admit it. I think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How could you not make money? Everyone played these radio. Yeah. I remember driving from uh, WAF to Philadelphia for, oh, God, I think it was over Christmas or something. And I swear, every radio market was playing these songs just nonstop. Yeah. 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 Um, so I saw that uh, Adele 
can barely stumble on stage anymore. She has sciatica and it flares up from stress. And she is just absolutely beside herself. Is she is she about as high maintenance as anybody <laughs> out there? Just doesn't want to perform anymore, does she? Well, could I, mean, I get some painkillers over here, please? It was the stage. It was the the system. Her it was cords. Her boyfriend. And then uh, they had a big study today about. 18 to 25-year-olds, and I knew as soon as they said, uh, and you'll be very interested to hear uh, the latest name of like, this is going to be something horrible, I know. And sure enough, 46% of 18 to 25-year-olds experienced substance abuse or mental health disorders during oh. 2021. Wow. And then they expanded to people over age 12. One in five had used illicit drugs in the past year, and I thought, that sounds about right. Some people are just partying. Uh, 17 percent of substance abuse led to health problems and then they said that uh okay of these, of these 46 percent of 18 to 25 year olds who had these horrible substance or mental health disorders 94 percent were not getting treatment i'm like wait a second that's all they talk about is mental health and how horrible their mental health is but they don't want to get treatment they just want to they just want to say how bad they feel pretty much is that kind of what it sounds like and they want to use that buzzword mental health and post about it and then one in five teens had a major depressive episode in the last year. And then, the, you know, as they, they're like, well, like death or, you know, well, but isn't that horrible normal? health consequence or something. I'm like, one in five from teens? Their per- but don't, I feel like from their perspective, it's always the end of the world, right? Like teens have always thought, oh, my God, this fucking sucks. This is horrible. Then you turn 40. You're like, oh, that was fucking easy. Um, it seems like there's doesn't seem like a major depressive episode. I don't feel like one in five of my friends had a major depressive episode every year. <laughs> no. I mean, it seems like <laughs> no. it's certainly going up. And then they said of those teenagers that, that over 50% got no treatment for it. And I'm like, well, then why do we talk about mental health all the time? I mean, all we talk about mental health, mental health, mental health, and then nobody gets any help. And it's all self-diagnosed and then self-medicated. <laughs> on the internet. Like, yeah. Well, Bella, Bella Thorne knows her whole body inside out. She knows exactly Ugh. what's going on in every organ at all times. Even when orifice. she's getting stabbed through her rib cage <laughs> by oh, stress. Such oh, I can't even eat. No, she throws up from every bite. I she, wish I could she eat She throws toast. up every bite. And then... Um, Intentionally. I had an idea. This, is, this should be among my great idea page if anyone's still keeping it up. <laughs> Um, you know how they have the suicide hotline? Because they were talking about the suicide hotline, of course, which, do people call that? Does that really happen? Because it seems like they talk about it all the time, and then I never hear about suicides being prevented. <laughs> that never occurred to me. What's the point me, of that hotline? I think they should have a murder hotline. If you're about to murder somebody, call the murder hotline, because it seems like there's so many people who are out to murder people, and yeah. they have nowhere to call. If cool. you're having second thoughts, I mean, wouldn't it be cool if there was a number to call if you're going to murder somebody? And somebody like could talk you down. Or a friend. Yeah, and the therapist would answer and right. tell you, you know, oh, don't murder anybody. You'll go to prison for your whole life and it'll just be <laughs> over. You'll feel good for one minute and that's it. Oh, my God. Thanks for telling me that. I, I didn't realize that. I mean, some of these domestics, God, I swear, I could make so much money murder consulting. I really, truly believe that. I've been watching. I saw this thing on ID the other day where... Let's see. It was a custody battle. This guy, who, by the way, was the biggest loser, but he had a band, so chicks loved him. <laughs> Sweet. But he was a total loser. He had no money. He had nothing, but he had hot chicks all over him. Really? And he married this beautiful girl, and then she realized, you're just a fucking loser. What am I thinking <laughs> about? I got meant to see you play, and I fell in love with you, and there's nothing to you. You're a zero, and your career's going nowhere, too. You suck. 
And so she's like, I'm, I want my two kids and I want to get out of here. So he fights her on custody and he ends up getting like a certain amount of custody. He remarries to another hot chick who thinks, oh my God, he's a musician. He's so, oh my God, his music is incredible. And she's still in that phase. And they're fighting to get full custody of the two kids of from, the from the mom. Previous woman. Oh. Yeah. And so she goes, she goes to his house for, oh God, what'd she go? I forgot to sign something, or, and, and then she disappears. Oh, my God, that's crazy. It's the last thing she did, and he has no idea what happened to her. Everything was fine. Uh, in fact, she signed something agreeing to give him custody. She oh, signed wow. something agreeing to hand over custody, wow. which she'd been fighting tooth and nail, you know, the whole For time. Years. She just changed her mind and signed it, and she's now missing. Yeah, she probably just took off, didn't yeah, want the moms kids. take like, off all the time. Yeah. They do. They leave their kids behind. They don't care. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, <laughs> they find her car, like three blocks away in an apartment complex. <laughs> and then they pretty much zero. It's got to be this fucking guy. So it turns out that uh, they get a search warrant and he agrees. So, oh, yeah, you can see my place. I didn't kill anybody. They walk in and the first, as you walk in the house, <laughs> there's a giant spot, like two feet by two feet, where bleach is just taking out the color <laughs> of the carpet. Idiot. Like, oh, it couldn't be that. He's like, oh, yeah, no, I spilled something. I can spill something. That's crazy. I'm in a band. We, we spill stuff. And the whole place smells like bleach, which is like, that's you can't have the murder site smelling like bleach if you live there. As soon as they come in, they go, oh, my God, this smells like bleach. <laughs> And people always go, oh, yeah, I had to clean up because I'm just really uh, tidy. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, everyone just cleans their whole house with bleach all the time. But this guy had the Especially most carpet. giant <laughs> fucking spot. So then they start uh, pinging his phone, and they find out, oh, wow, he uh, went to Home Depot that, that very night. Oh, That's Home weird. Depot. What did and he get go, there? He's buying a circular saw. Oh. And they notice at the bathroom, by the way, oh, it's weird. The, the shower curtain's gone. Hmm. What happened to the shower curtain? That's crazy. And I uh, bought a circular saw that night. So they're thinking, hmm, guess he chopped her up in the bathroom. I had to get rid of the shower curtain. And then they find that he goes back to Home Depot and he buys a cooler, like, big enough to hold a body. Oh, my God. What yeah, and he's just wheeling out. They're like, ah, I just need my giant cooler. And he had even... <laughs> he said he got it because he, was, he needed to uh, load fishing bait in it for his trip to Texas. Oh, yeah. Which oh. he took in this U-Haul. He, he rented a U-Haul, too. It's like, oh, he needs a U-Haul. That's weird. He needs a U-Haul. It takes a sudden trip to Texas. So anyway, they track his phone in Texas, and they find that the U-Haul was at this one place for a long time. It's right next to this lake. And they find her body parts in the lake. Oh, he was fishing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. She yeah, just happened to end up in this lake that he was fishing in. <laughs> what an idiot. It sounds like the... Possibly I mean, I the biggest idiot. I can't help anybody like that. If you're that stupid, I can't help you. But you cannot have your place smelling like bleach. No. That happens so often when they get the search no. one. Oh, my God. The first thing. Oh, my God. I was just hit by this bleach smell. But, Drew, if you could have gotten to him before, or if he would have reached out to you before, maybe it would have ended differently. I don't know. He had he made so many mistakes. I don't know how much I could have helped well, him. The but. phone, too. That's Yeah, the phone. Thing, I can't yeah. believe people haven't figured out the phone part. <laughs> I mean, doesn't everyone watch Dateline at least once? I watch a lot of Dateline. You can't take your phone to the murder site. Just leave your phone at fucking home. Turned on. And you can't have your phone in the same place as the victim right, right. before they die. That just is a really bad idea. Right. You got to be careful about your car, a new car, too, the GPS, potentially. Oh, yeah. So right. if you have an, an older car, leave your phone at home. Yeah, you should borrow an older car. Um, there was another case of this football coach that got murdered, and it turned out he had this little, um, 
he was a bookie on the side and he had been doing bookie activity for like 20 people. And every Tuesday morning he would pick up money they owed him or he would pay them money he owed them mm-hmm. for the bets. And, um, and turned out, uh, oh, that's weird. That's the day he died. And it looks like the last place that he went to collect was from this guy that owed him over a thousand dollars who had $2 in his checking account. <laughs> <laughs> Over a thousand dollars. So this guy's like, no, he came. He was real friendly. He said we'd be, you know, he'd pick up the rest later. I didn't have enough to pay him, but he said it was cool. He's friendly. <laughs> so they they ping his phone. It's in a sewer two blocks away from his house. Oh my Both God. of his phones and his wallet. The guy had two phones. <laughs> Both phones. And then there. they get a search warrant. And as they're walking into the search warrant, then there's drops of blood on the walkway. <laughs> And they go in the place, just reeks of bleach. It's just like, oh my god! <laughs> and they they pour the um, you know the stuff that determines if blood Luminol. is there. And it's just it is just glowing. The entire kitchen is just glowing. And so it's like, okay, okay. Uh, what happened was, um, he uh, he said if I didn't pay him, that uh, every time he saw me, he's going to cut off one finger at a time. And this guy was like the nicest guy in the world. They're like, oh, that sounds weird. So. He, <laughs> He says, and he uh, he put me in a chokehold, and then I passed out. And when I woke up, he was cutting off my finger. Oh my god! And so um, I just grabbed the knife and stabbed him. That's a good excuse. That's the only excuse we'd accept. Did he have the cut on his finger? Um, yeah, he did have a Probably, cut on his uh, finger. Self <laughs> self created. Excel, yeah, it really? was not a bad cut at all. From a steak like, knife. Really, that's uh, didn't seem like he didn't try very hard to cut your finger off. <laughs> well, he just started. It woke me up. And then he had. Um, he had cement blocks, and he had attached the guy to cement blocks and thrown him over this bridge. And, oh, my God, I couldn't. I'm like, wow, that's pretty elaborate for a sudden murder like that. And then they had all these text exchanges where the guy's going, hey, if you can't pay the whole thing, no big deal. I mean, it was. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> he was a super nice guy. He was. Wow. Aw. Yeah. One day you're gonna you're really gonna make it big on that. It's getting people. really yeah. hard to murder Something. people now. It's getting really hard. Damn it. People are pretty stubborn about it though. They are determined to murder. <laughs> it just seems like does I mean, with all the ways to nail people, does it seem like the ra- it's actually murdering is up? Well, I believe that more people more murders are going unsolved now than ever. Especially in the inner cities when you just have these shootouts and four people are dead by shooting and then that's it. It goes away. Well, a lot of you know, there's not a lot of help in those cases. They don't get to the right. bottom of them. No snitching. I couldn't believe how long it took to get the offset guy. I'm like, he killed offset. Right. People love this guy and nobody would tell anything and then they finally got to the bottom of it and they got fucking bail. Hey, here's a million bucks. Bail me out. See you. <laughs> I just would not, I I don't know, I just couldn't believe, I cannot believe the way people get bonded out. There was a guy in Dearborn today who got uh, 14 years for getting nude photos from girls. Yeah, this guy was a creep, man. 14 years, yeah, he's been doing it forever, though. He he was in trouble in 2013, he was in trouble, I mean, he's always hitting on underage girls. It's it's like it's his lifestyle. It's like it's his job. And... (laughs) I don't know. What is the point of putting him away for 14 years? He's just going to get out, and he's going to do it again. Anthony John Hemmerich. How old is he? He's 32. Oh, so in 15 years. He's got four names. Anthony John Hemmerich Gerard. He does not look like I expected him to look, either. Yeah, he looks like... um, Patton Oswald. He's, he's pretty creepy looking. He does look like Patton Oswald, though. You look more like a pedophile than anyone I've ever seen. Wow. Is that in the news? Correct. Yeah. Oh, Jim Harbaugh, I expect to be coaching. What does that mean, I expect to be? 
Either you are exactly. or you aren't. Remember Roy Williams at Kansas? Yeah. I don't give a shit about North Carolina right now. <laughs> uh, that doesn't mean shit. That's just trying to throw the scent off a little bit. Oh, my God. The text messages from this asshole. Yeah, wh- read it. Read, the, read that creepy story. I can't uh, even find it. Instagram data on how Gerard chatted with a 16-year-old in another state and asked her for nude photos. Which she sent. Which, which she sent. Mm-hmm. Um, Hmm, I kind of wish you were younger than 16. Oh, I know. Oh, ha. Wish you were younger. He wrote during the exchange. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then uh, when the FBI set him up as a you know, 13-year-old or something, that's when they busted him. I know, when he was hitting on a 14-year-old girl who was actually a dude about nah. 40. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. She said she'd be 15. I just don't know. What's the point of... Giving these people more chances. Uh, they just do it over and over. Oh, and people never just get stop. bonded out so fast. New York police, I guess, are losing so many cops to retirement now because people just get on the streets in no time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. He and looks then, so baby faced. Yeah, too. I know. He does. Uh, I, I, he looked creepy to me, yeah. but he's just well kept. He's a well kept <laughs> creep. His hair is nicely combed. <laughs> well, he, he, He's I know, fresh it looks scrubbed. like he went to a private school. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, so, Brandon, you mentioned the Hunter Dickinson thing yesterday. Oh, that's correct. Did we ever play those? I Mark yeah. thinks this is just cool as hell that this guy makes fun of everybody. I don't. I don't understand this. I wouldn't think Michigan would like their player doing this. No, it doesn't usually end well. This was the first one that got on my radar, and it was just a quick little... You only go to Michigan State if you don't get into Michigan. So, But the guy who's with him is calling Michigan State pussies, and Hunter went on about how uh, they win, they they uh, they get the smallest win, they just go on and on forever about it, and how they came in third in the Big Ten, and they act like they won the national championship. And then, yeah, he said, he said nobody goes to Michigan State because uh, they want to. They go because they can't get into Michigan. And I thought... Oh, uh, well, John Howard's going to put an end to that. But no! No. He's calling out, what do you call Wisconsin scumbags or something? Yeah, this time he pops off on Wisconsin, who, remember, John Howard slapped the shit out of the other. Wisconsin, I mean, they're just. Coach. They're just. <laughs> what? They're Jeez. scumbags. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Sorry. You got that big a laugh? Yeah. <laughs> Like, nothing I can say about Wisconsin is going to, like, fire up the matchup even more. So it's like, it already is what it is, but, like, yeah, let's go back. Fuck them. The, Fuck the, feel, the feeling could not be any more mutual. No, that's good. That's what college basketball <laughs> The feeling could not be. It's not like it's a one Is everybody doing this? Like, or all these college athletes, do they do this? Is this just routine? Uh, no, I mean, I don't see too many college athletes on Barstool Sports uh, Round Ball podcast. And popping off and talking shit before the games, like what? What just seems happen? like such a bad idea? I mean, but... Michigan's not even good this year. Like, maybe if I could see him doing it last year, but well, I was I was trying to imagine. Okay, if this was on a team that I liked, would I like him doing this? I thought, no, I think he was an asshole. No, no I'd, I'd fucking lose it on him. Like, I mean, if he was on, if I was on his team, I'd be even more pissed. If right. I was a player, I would think this is bullshit. What are you doing? Hunter. So do they play? They play Michigan State, don't they? Soon. Michigan. I saw uh, Izzo saying something about how big this game is. Oh, that's right. And Izzo said, uh, 
team players are fired up. Yeah, it's like we got we got two tunnels. <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah, they will be they two play tunnels. this weekend. Yeah. Oh, they do. Saturday. Okay, yep. when Saturday? Saturday, two thirty. Well, that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Will they have a fight? <laughs> I hope so. Um, Hunter Dickinson, uh, in one of those stories I read, he had just gotten a technical in one of the games for something, and I met it in a little a little fray. I don't think it was any big deal. but uh, Yeah, he's bleeding, right? Yeah, I, I didn't really know much about it. I heard Valenti talking about it, because honestly, Valenti is was the only aggravated? one that talks about any of this stuff. Was he aggravated about it? Uh, yeah, he was a little aggravated. Oh, he's always aggravated. And he hates Hunter He actually wasn't that aggravated. He, You know what's funny? He was picking Michigan football to win the TCU game and said he could hardly foresee a way that TCU could beat Michigan. Huh. Well. And, um, and honestly, I didn't hear virtually anyone picking TCU in that game. No. Everyone picked Michigan. And I think... It's the same way for the final. Everyone's picking Georgia. I had no idea it was a 13-point spread. Holy shit. It's a big spread for a national championship. Yeah. Uh, I would think people would give uh, TCU a little more credit. By now, they're pretty good. They've beaten a lot of good teams. Score some points. If nothing else, the Michigan game showed. I mean, they, they played their ass off. I mean, they didn't play a perfect game. That's the only thing I thought was screwed up about the post game was people were implying that, you know, Michigan made all the mistakes. They made mistakes. They weren't as big as Michigan's mistakes, but, you know, they threw out two interceptions and the uh, fumble on their own 20, which Michigan scored on. And they had some stupid... I thought when Michigan scored the last touchdown and they were afraid Michigan was going to kick on side. Yeah. And then he kicked it over the guy's head. It was like, why is that guy on like the 40-yard line running backwards to go get the kick? And he picked it up on the goal line, I think, and he had to yeah. run it out. Yeah, that's right. And they were on the 10-yard <laughs> line. Exactly. And I thought, man, they're gonna, Michigan holds them here. They could get decent field position. But I think they had a really good punt, and then Michigan ran. You know, they had a false start and a couple inter- incompletions, and then that crazy fumble last play, which was <laughs> a wild play. I thought that play was going to go on for a while. Like you said, I, uh, I don't know who it was. He definitely threw the ball forward. Lateral lift. That's forward. what I thought. He kind of spun around and yeah, I, chucked it. Well, after the play, um, if you went on Twitter, it was mostly people complaining about targeting, but I yeah. saw a couple people who were pointing out that only the quarterback can advance the ball in the last two minutes. If the quarterback fumble. fumbles the ball, he is the only one that can advance it. Because of uh, the Raiders, you know, having it pushing those fumbles right. for another guy's picking them up. I think everybody pretty much raised That's just made a that college role. thing, right? That's not the NFL, is no, it? No, I think the NFL does it too. Do okay. I think they do. So, and then um, some people too were, were saying that the uh, Roman Wilson touchdown was not a touchdown because that rule says if you juggle the ball and your knee is down, wherever your knee is down first is where the ball is. And I never even saw the replay thinking that. Yeah. I just thought, well, it looks like a touchdown. But then. They call they put balls on the one yard line for touchdowns all the time. Yeah. I mean it's I, I can't tell you how many times I've thought somebody scored and they said, Nope, he's on the one and then you just run it in. But if you're gonna fumble the ball, obviously that's a pretty big deal. <laughs> the, yeah, that's no good. But And you, the guy that fumbled the ball, I think um I don't remember if it was the uh, guy calling the game said he'd only carried the ball nine times all year. Like like, Why, converted did he linebacker? The ball? Exactly. Why was he carrying the ball? Well he needs some meat to you know, quorum's not in there. But just fucking run it in. Sneak it. Do something. Uh, and Corum, by the way, I think they said is 50-50 to stay? 
Really? And I was really surprised. Like, why would he stay unless he gets maybe as an NIL deal that's worth a lot of money? Not or if his of. stock dropped because of the injury? I still don't know how much better a year could have, but it's just a meniscus. It's not a... Uh, I don't know how, what the recovery time is for that. They said he was working out in California. Like, well, I thought he'd be in class. Why isn't he in class? Six to eight weeks or something like that. Yeah, I didn't think a meniscus was that big a deal. Unless he really wants to come back and he can make, he probably could make a lot of money. I mean, his stock was pretty as as high as it could have gotten before that injury. Yeah, before the injury, he was all over the Heisman talks. Yeah. Um, I wonder, would the other back... Be pissed if Coram comes back. Donovan Edwards? Yeah, because he never got, he didn't get the ball that much when Coram was healthy. Yeah, and when he stepped in. So those are two really, really good backs. Good. Um, but, that, but that's the way the NFL, too. If anything, that would look good. It would keep him, keep him fresher, less well, carries. I would think that guy, Edwards, would be headed for 1,600 yards next year if Coram isn't there. If Coram's there, he'll, he'll have a good year, I would think. Oh, Tom Hanks casted his son in his new movie? Not yeah. Chet. Not Chet? Not Chet. Why not? Not, not the other son that's famous, what? but... He's got to get another one in there? Truman Hanks is now going to be a star. Truman? Yeah. Wait, that's weird, because Chet says that Tom Hanks doesn't do anything for him. Oh, well, Tom Hanks lied, because the very first story, or uh, <laughs> the very first like quote of this story is, you know, it's a family business. Uh, oh. Okay. Well, why isn't Chet part of the family business? Well, he is. He's been in a lot of stuff. Chet? No, Chet's in Hank's fit. That's oh my God, Truman? That's his son? I thought that was, uh, uh, what's his name from Entourage, but fatter. <laughs> Which one? Like, uh, the Adrian Grenier? Yeah, Adrian Grenier. Uh, what ha- wait, what happened Adrian to Adrian Grenier? Where did he go? I don't he know. Just... He gained a bunch of weight and became Tom Hanks' <laughs> kid, son. apparently. He was just some, uh, he was in some show that was on the Mr. Skin list. Uh, oh, is what? he nude? I want to see yeah, that. Yeah, he was sure. like nailing oh, some chick nice. in this most recent you know, I saw the uh, the Entourage movie was on, which is really stupid. I, I don't know why I thought yeah. that movie was really dumb. But I couldn't help thinking, this show was a big deal at the time. I mean, yeah. we used to all watch it on Sunday night, and then I don't know what happened to any of those guys. Like, where's Kevin Conley? Where's Drama? Turtle. Where's Turtle? Turtle, by the way, is skinny, and I don't like him anymore. I don't oh. like him skinny. He should be fat, and I'll like him if he gains the weight back, and I'm sure he will. <laughs> like, like Jonah Hill? Or, just, uh, yeah, so Jonah Hill, I, I've i really lost patience with Jonah Hill. He just complains about everything. I know, he's if a he's big too skinny, people say he's too skinny, he complains. If he's too fat, he complains. He made it as a giant star, as a fat guy, so being fat was fine. Nobody cared. Nobody was judging. I don't remember people going, Ah, you fat slob! Was everyone yelling at him for being fat? I don't think so. No, they laughed no. with him. He his was hilarious. Gross and now, scar on his arm. And now we have to see his sister become a star. She's got to be a, an actress that's very famous. Now. You ha- you haven't seen Jonah Hill's documentary on Netflix? No, and I'm not going to I, watch I, it. I don't think no, I can bear I to watch it. It's with his it. therapist. <laughs> Stunts. <laughs> it looks so fucking bad. The fact that he would even do that tells me I don't think I like him. No. I, I don't know. Why would you do that? Out of insecurities, basically proving that Stutz hasn't done shit for him, and he wants to parade his therapist and say, you know, paint this picture that, oh, he's great, he's helped me out so much. But I can't talk about it. <laughs> That's weird. I, I cannot promote this new show because it triggers It me. triggers him. Yeah, no, he sounds like such a fucking baby. I mean, honestly, all this, all these triggered, ang- who isn't anxious? 
<laughs> Doesn't everyone have anxiety? That was to me was the well, there were a lot of things in the Emrata podcast with <laughs> Bella Thorne that were mind-boggling. In fact, I listened to about 40 minutes of it. We only played probably three or four minutes of it. But it just, I find myself constantly being just incredulous. Did she really say it? Did she say that? Oh, my God, she did say that. When she, one, of the, one of the many moments that were incredible is when she says, Well, yeah, yeah, anxiety, anxiety, and... Um, when I first had anxiety, when people are just starting to talk about it, oh. like she thinks that she, people, her, people, in, anxiety was it. invented in 2014 when she first <laughs> got it. No one knew about anxiety before that. No one talked about it. There was a movie what the called. What fuck are you talking about? High anxiety in 1977. Yeah, Mel Brooks. I think she I believes that. I think she really believes she, that. She we're, just got, we're letting people know about this stuff like anxiety that nobody knew about. She's the Christopher Columbus of anxiety. Yeah, we're we're, we're putting an end to this anxiety <laughs> stuff. We're letting people know this really sucks. And we know you never knew about it before. Shouldn't early 20s people be talking about like partying and fuck music yeah. and movies? That girl does whatever she wants. I mean, she's got an OnlyFans she makes millions on. Who would want to... The, the, just talking about anxiety gives you anxiety. Why do you need to talk about half the shit you're supposed to brush under the rug? Well, that, that whole conversation <laughs> when she asks her, well, you know, when did we first meet? And she's telling her that she's 15 and she says, oh yeah, that's when I was, you know, was a wolf man and my nose is growing and I was a skinny and we had to look at those pictures of me. Oh my God, I'm so skinny. I can't eat. I throw up every time I eat. And How gross was she? I want to see pictures. Were there pictures of her when she was 15? She was a like, child star. She was right? a model, right? She can describe point? herself on Every day of her life, exactly how she looked. <laughs> she is no person is more in touch with themselves than Bella Thorne. <laughs> Too in touch. She's just in touch. Like, I mean, you would never dream listening to her that you're listening to a really attractive person because she sounds horrible. Here her voice is. is so annoying. Here she is in 2011 when they met, when she was just a Nickelodeon star. Oh yeah, she's oh she's hideous. Yeah, she is absolutely hideous. Yeah, it looks to me like she throws up every time she takes a bite of food. She got a, bit, a nose job though. She's big nose job. Fifteen. She's oh, not supposed to be. Yeah, hot. she probably did. Yeah, go back to the first picture. No, she grew into it. You didn't hear her say her uh, nose oh, that's was right. growing. No. Oh, oh, oh yeah. that's right. She was a wolf man. <laughs> wolf man. Uh, now look at. <laughs> oh, these people would be so boring to be around. I can't imagine I hanging out with these fucking people. Exactly. The, the shit they talk about, and they talk about it like they're experts on the topic, too. I mean, yeah. she talks about it like she's a therapist and a doctor. <laughs> well, she's experienced it. She knows firsthand. Well, speaking of, we were talking about Stutz, which was the new movie from Jonah Hill, where he basically just talks, I don't know, I guess it's about his therapist. What do you think it got on Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, well, I think the people who watch it probably are really excited about that. You know, they're like, oh, he's talking about mental health. Oh, my God, mental health is so important. So I'm going to say 90. I'm going to say, oh. What? what? The critics give it 100, the audience 97. Are you fucking kidding oh me? Yeah. Is anyone watching it, though? How many reviews does it have? Does it really Over 1,000 for the audience. And, and he's talking about? 20 critics. His therapist and his... His therapist, I think, is a big part of it, isn't he? Yeah, it's it's all about it's like, his, yeah. this That's therapy. Phil Stutz. Yeah, Stutz. Yeah. The film chronicles the life and career of Dr. Phil Stutz, Jonah Hill's therapist. 
And he series? will not be promoting any of his upcoming work, including stunts to protect himself from anxiety attacks. Well, then why do you fucking do it? <laughs> in a series of conversations, psychiatric Phil Stutz and Jonah Hill delve into their life stories of mental health, their approach to therapy, and Stutz's doctor-patient relationships. Oh, so boring. Uh, if, you're, rather, if your therapist oh. is that big a part of your life. And going back, because we were talking about Truman... Uh, Truman Hanks, who's the new Hanks that's going to be famous because of Tom Hanks. I wonder if he has a Hanks fit operation like Chet. Uh, maybe, maybe there's a Truman Hanks fit. I forgot to mention, <laughs> I received another message. I've received From two Chet? messages since the new year began. Please tell me he's oh. not Loader's Price again. Oh, because it's time that people are working out with their... He's hitting up that whole database again. New, new, <laughs> yeah, new Year's resolutions. He's like, he can maybe rope you in this time. So he can buy another Lambo. Did I delete it? Oh, no, no, here it is. So he sent me one on January 1st, the first of the year at 7.45 p.m. And then last night at 8.12 p.m., I got another message. Happy New Year. It's Chet Hanks at Chet Hanks from Instagram. Check this out if you're from reaching Instagram. it. From Instagram. If you're reach, if you're reading this, then at some point in the last year, you reached out to me to get in the best shape of your life and level up physically, mentally, and financially. So how'd it go? Look, if it <laughs> fell off, it happens. And we can't change the past. What matters is what you do moving forward. So I'll make it easy for you. I'm offering a New Year's discount for the Hanks Fit Self Mastery Program. Three months of coaching for 500 bucks. The normal price is $750. One more thing. If you allow my direction, if you follow my direction, I will get you in the best shape of your life as long as you put the work in. So if now is the time you decide you're keeping your body pretty tight. If you put the work in, then they don't have to do anything. Right. Yeah, what do you need him for? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, the quickest way to get in touch with me is through here because I do all the messaging myself. No, he does not. Yeah, because he had to save money for the Lambo, so he can't afford to have an assistant. <laughs> no, he had a whole uh, video of him talking about how hard he's worked and it's finally time to collect his reward, his Lamborghini. Like, wait, how does working out buy you a Lamborghini? <laughs> if you're willing to charge Brandon $500 for three months of coaching, how did you afford a Lamborghini? A lot of people signing up. Want it, do it. Well, and hey, if he's so desperate to sign Dad. up, Brandon, something tells me he doesn't have that many people signing I'm up. I'm going to burn up the rubber with my Lamborghini. And he's, he's posing with his arms crossed in front of the Lamborghini, and then he's in it. He's, he's screaming off, laying rubber outside the dealership. It's like... You don't have $400,000 for a Lamborghini. That's bullshit. <laughs> Your daddy bought you a Lamborghini. Exactly. Like all the messages are like, oh, so daddy got you a new car. Congrats. <laughs> oh, no. He's basically saying you got to manifest it. If you want this, you got to think about owning it. And it's like, yeah, but you, your you dad is it? Tom Hanks. Like, if my if You have my to dad pay for it. Yeah, if my dad was Tom Hanks, I'd probably want a Lambo, oh, too. Oh, well, excuse me for being a fucking businessman. <laughs> Well, the holidays can be expensive now, especially if you're Chet Hanks and you have to buy that Lambo. <laughs> and right now, credit scores, credit interest rates are the highest they've been since 1996. Hall Financial is here to help you become debt-free. Getting a cash-out refi from Hall Financial is a great way to use the equity in your home to pay off high-interest credit card debt, which so many people have right now. You can get cash in a couple weeks, too. So get the money you need with a cash-out refi. Call Hall at 866-CALL-HALL or chat online at callhallfirst.com. Hall Financial, and they do sponsor our Hall Financial Hotline, too. Talk to Maz today in the Hall Financial Hotline. And um, remember, we are on wheels, 7 to 9, Saturday and Sunday morning. And uh, Trudy will be busy this weekend working on John Bobbitt <laughs> research. 
All his medical data will hopefully be here for you to sift through. What if John sent it? How would you look at it? Not this weekend, though. I'm going to Chicago. Oh. What's going on in the Windy City? Just going to hang. Sounds suspicious. Cryptic. Um, what about next weekend? Um, or, yeah, so can you set that aside for John? I, I might be able to set aside a window of time. How much time do you think you'd be willing to give the stack of data from John Bobbitt? I think a lot of it are crumple, crumpled up rantings of his that we heard at the end of his interview there. So it's probably a lot of that same stuff. Uh, a lot of medical data, too. I don't know. I think it's. I think there's a lot of opportunities here. <laughs> Make sure. Invest yourself in it like Hank's fit. If you really want to do the work, Trudy, this could be a great podcast here. Really send us that? No, No, I don't think you will. No, no, absolutely absolutely not. (laughs) He will never send it. No, no, you'll never see it. Because he'll never collate it. He'll never get it all together. Right. So, oh well. Well, have a great weekend, everybody. And we'll see you Sunday. You want to drink fucking knockoff? RC Cola or a real motherfucking Coke?